Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, 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 what's new? I have no one saying it back to me. <laughs> what are you doing? Shut up. Welcome to the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. J-Dubs in studio. El Jefe is out at Patty McGee's. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. First, let's uh, run everything down. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody. You call into the hideout and uh, pay attention. You can also go out to Patty McGee's and uh, hang out with El Jefe, and he will tell you exactly what's going on out there in just a few minutes. There's a few ways for you to win some stuff and to become a part of our live broadcast tomorrow out of the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. We'll be broadcasting live out there all night long, 7 to 11, with your uh, chance to get a shopping spree at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet worth $587.25. We'll get into exactly every all the games uh, that are going on out at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. I believe uh, third break of the hideout, we'll be talking about that. Also, the hideout headline game show is going to be coming up. Gibbs is your host for that, and he uh, gives you a chance to win prizes by what you listen to on the Phillips file, the headlines you heard there, World National Local Sports and Entertainment. If you can answer some questions uh, that he throws out there, you can be a winner. We have Matt Albert in the studio with us, also uh, Chunks over in the booth, Tommy Bateman, the director, oh, <laughs> and uh, Gibbs. The unpaid producer, screen your phone calls at 407 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Before we get into the content of tonight's show, let's talk to El Jefe, who is out at Patty McGee's, located at 2083 Aloman Avenue in Winter Park, right behind the Mellow Mushroom. Jefe! What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Oh, just hanging out. It's my uh, pre-birthday party. You're out there till 9, right? I'm out here till 9, J-Dubs, and I've already had a lot of drinks, and I expect a whole lot more because there are dollar domestic drafts and dollar shooters. So what, what's the deal tonight? Uh, we're getting people, uh, not qualified, but we're taking one winner tonight who brings you a birthday card? Yeah, uh, Chunk's going to explain it uh, pretty well, too, but here's what's going on. Tomorrow, Premier Adult Factory Outlet, the live broadcast, mm-hmm. and uh, the wholesale furniture market has given us uh, basically up to $1,000 in hideout wholesale furniture money. So, here's what we're going to do. We can only have one player, because we're going to do a Hefe birthday quiz. Yes. The first person to bring me a birthday card to Patty McGee's uh, Irish American Bar, 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park, right behind the Mellow Mushroom, the Baskin Robbins, uh, right next to the Aloma Cinema Grill, um... The first person who can do that, just any kind of birthday greeting, doesn't even have to have, you don't have to go buy a card, but just some piece of paper says, happy birthday, Hefe. Yeah, you can make your own card, you can buy it, whatever you want to do, just bring it over to you over at Patty McGee's. Exactly. And uh, the first person to do that 
is going to be the person who competes for the up to thousand uh, dollars from the wholesale furniture market money. Now, uh, so got- how they're going to win the money out of the Premier Doll Factory Outlet is uh, you, with your quiz. You'll have ten questions. Is that correct? Yeah, just about ten questions. And each of them will be worth a certain dollar amount uh, that will be can be used over at the Premier Doll Factory Outlet. So you can win up to a thousand dollars worth of furniture from uh, from uh, actually the wholesale furniture market, and uh, then you can cash that in for whatever you need over at your place. Exactly. Also, we're giving out prizes every 20 minutes out here at uh, uh, Patty McGee's. We have um, also looking for the ring girls. And the, the main first contestant is the ring girl, CJ, just walked up. Mm. And uh, ring girls, for, that's for the 17th, uh, out in Melbourne. And, uh, at Metro Entertainment. An exactly. For the, uh, we're going to give them an iPod shuffle. Whoever it is that uh, we decided is a good ring girl. But right now, Patty McGee's Dollar Domestic Drafts, Dollar Shooters, and uh, the first person to bring me any sort of a birthday greeting scribbled onto anything, because it's my last day being 27 years old, J-Dubs, that person will end up getting, will, will end up being the, you know, the contestant for the up to $1,000 in wholesale uh, hideout furniture money. So if you oh, need furniture yeah. at your place, get a card ready and get down to uh, Patty McGee's to hang out with Hefe out there. If you uh, want to be a ring girl and win an iPod shuffle, get out to Patty McGee's right now. Also, if you just want dollar drafts, get out to Patty McGee's right now. Wow, does you put it so nice? I know. You were uh, dragging on and on about it, and I'm just trying to put it in one little pretty package. Me. Why you got to rush me? You got four hours. What, True. I can't sit here and just have a nice little conversation with you? All right, What's what do you want to talk J-Dubs? about? What do, you, what do you want to, uh, what I want, do you... I'll, I want to talk about the beer that I've had already. How many have you had out there? I've had uh, a pint and a 7 and 7, and that's been in about 30 minutes. Oh, and the Soul Brothers here, too. Soul Brother Kevin's here celebrating my pre-birthday. Along with the Heretics, have already packed the place, too, so you want to come on out, meet everybody. Has, yeah. has anybody gotten out of hand yet out there? It's early. Come on, we're going to be here till 9. Yeah, but it's the heretics. One beer, they turn into completely different people. Nice. That's what they turn into. Nice. Yeah. Um, no, no one's getting out of hand. Is this Eric of the Promotions Goddess who's shown up? Nice. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun, too. Hmm. I wonder if she's taken. That could <laughs> I, be a blast. I don't think so. I think you should make a run for it. What's she wearing? Uh, Jeans and a purple sweatshirt. Nice. Green purse. Puma shoes. Sporty and... Puma. Well, you know, classic. Puma. More like Puna. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, come on out, and uh, you guys enjoy. What do you got coming up, J-Dubs? Well, coming up, we're uh, going to do the Hideout Headlines game show, of course, where you can win some prizes. After that, we're going to get a little bit more into the premiere uh, event that we have going on tomorrow. Also, I have a list of the Valentine's Day things that you uh, you should try to do for your lover or significant other. Give me one. Uh, let me uh, pull up the list real quick. I'd like to know one thing that uh, we got a new chick I'm kind of seeing. I don't know. Maybe I can learn a little something. The, the thing is, uh, when you are uh, when it becomes Valentine's Day, which we haven't even really run with the uh, Premier Adult Factory Outlet, it is almost Valentine's Day, so time to get out to uh, there and get some stuff to kind of make that night even more special. After you go out and do the dinner and everything, you can get a couple toys to use and uh, have a even funner night on Valentine's. Not but, even the toys. It's the, I don't know if you've ever done this, Dubs, but you get the DVD, you pop it in, and you say, okay, I'm going to be Peter North, and ha! you're going to be, ha! uh... 
What are you yeah. uh, What are you doing? Standing in one of those funhouse mirrors? <laughs> hey, whatever. You don't know what I got in my place. You ain't seen it. I have. Also, hey, Epe, when you get back here, um, I have another list. I'm not of, coming back. <laughs> I, I, you might want to. I have another list of how to be a good house guest that we can go over with you and Matt to see how uh, Matt is faring up living with you, seeing if he's doing the right job over there. Why would I want to come back when I got dollar domestic drafts and dollar shooters here at Patty McGee's in Winter Park? There's no reason, and, actually. Maybe you should have stayed out there the whole night. And the Mavericks are coming on at 8 on TNT. I got all kinds of stuff I could be doing instead well, of hanging out with you. I, I hang out with you guys all the time. I'm hanging out with the heretics. Actually, don't bother coming back because a, a couple of the other heretics are coming up later when you're supposed to be back, and we're just going to go watch the Mavs game at your house. Yeah. All right, in, I'll in your bed. No, no, don't uh, worry about it. Brian, uh, Peppers. Brian Peppers is cooking dinner for us. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Ankles a la carte. <laughs> All right, I'm headed back now. <laughs> Asses. All right, well, hey, here's the thing. One more time. Anybody who brings any sort of a birthday greeting to me, Patty McGee's, 2083 Aloma, Ave- Aloma Avenue in Winter Park, uh, is the contestant for the up to $1,000 uh, from the wholesale furniture market and the hideout money that we got from them. So head down and, to Aloma uh, right now, look for the Mellow Mushroom, get behind there to Patty McGee's. Hefe is uh, taking birthday cards, ring girls, and giving you dollar drafts. And dollar shooters. And dollar shooters. So uh, when do you guys want me to call back in? Because I'm having too much fun in here. Did you just? How about this? You just call me. All right. Yeah, because I know you guys got a lot going on tonight, too, and I don't want to bother you. And I don't want you, uh, you know, I don't want to have a time deadline. So just call me whenever you want me to call you. All right. Have a good All time right. out there. Go out. Hey, uh, yes. Sounds great. Does it? It's Tell fantastic. management. Tell management how great it's sounding, how we're running like a fine oiled machine. Yeah, I wouldn't Send go the that email. Far, but it sounds great. Oh. <laughs> All, right, All right, have a good time out there. El Jefe out of Patty McGee's, 2083 Aloma Avenue uh, in Winter Park, right behind the Mellow Mushroom. Get lines uh, filled up right now 407 916 1041 888 978 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The Hideout Headline Game Show is coming up in just a few minutes. You want to get in early on that, Gibbs? Uh, what uh, what what are the what are we covering tonight? Let's see here. Uh, some national stuff, some world stuff. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> All right, the game show is coming up next. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, calling right now. Time to be a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. We're doing the Hideout Headlines Game Show. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. Now it's time to turn them into prizes by calling 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. A few other things coming up tonight. Jay Gruden will be in studio uh, talking about the Predators and the game coming up this weekend against the Philadelphia Soul. Uh, I'm not sure if there's tickets available for that game, but uh, future games are still tickets available for 407-44 Preds or go to OrlandoPredators.com. Uh, also, we got some uh, new songs from Nicole Richie, Right Said Fred, MC Hammer, and a uh, Christian version of Baby Got Back. All that yeah. coming up. But right now, it's the Hideout Headlines Game Show, 407-916-1041, 888 It's brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Get on out there. Uh, right now, let's do the game show. Well, 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 welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big, big. Now here's your host, Gibbs. Oh. <laughs> All right, time to win some prizes. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. 
Let's go with Karen. Karen, you're in the hideout. You ready to play the game? Yes. What's your choice? World, national, local, sports, or entertainment? Local. Local. All right, here is Gibbs. All right, local is multiple choice. A 13-year-old boy in Melbourne, Florida, collapsed and died today after playing what at L.B. Johnson Middle School? A, hopscotch, B, pencil wars, C, big bank, little bank, or D, basketball? D, basketball. That was a that was that was a great guess. All right, you're a winner. How was that a great guess? That was the only one with uh, physical activity. <laughs> Whatever. You what you pencil wars. Yeah, you think someone's gonna die from pencil break? No, you can die from what big they, bank. You can die from big bank little bank. You crushing it over their larynx? What's going on? Argue with him and they punch. So him how did he die? What was it? Uh, I don't. He went and sat down on the bench and kind of like uh like almost a heat stroke type yeah, thing, or just, like got uh got dehydrated. Yeah, I think so. And he just stopped breathing and they. Tried you think to, so? Well, I'm out here saying this guy died from a heat stroke in the middle of uh, it was a February. Channel 6 doesn't even know yet. I don't, I don't know yet. Why don't you go do some reporting then? I'll, I'll follow up on Dig it. Dig deep. What kind of reporter? anger man are you? Terrible, right. big-headed one. That's why I'm the assistant, and Sir Gary's the head news. Let's Actually, go. Putin's the assistant. Don't try to joke. No. All right, let's move on to Robbie. Robbie Novito, you ready to play? Yes, sir. Go ahead. All right, do you want world national sports or entertainment? Uh, let's try sports. Sports with Gibbs. All right, this is actually a sports follow-up question, and it's true or false. Wayne Gretzky was recorded on a wiretap talking to the alleged financer of a gambling ring, discussing how the hockey great's wife could avoid being implicated. True or false? False. I'm sorry, that was true. No, I'm sorry. Oh. (laughs) I like that for the wrong. For tonight, because I don't have my uh, little machine in front of me, that's the wrong. Now, how screwed is he? I don't know. I, Wayne Gretzky, the great one, in the middle of uh, some kind of yeah, gambling. He, yeah, but he was just trying to get his wife out of trouble, though. I mean, that's still how tampering, much, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but uh, what was she doing? I mean, was she betting on hockey or was she betting on uh, her? And, it was her and a whole bunch of other NHL players, I guess. Just a lot of like big names, and uh, it was a uh, it was related. It was in, tied with the, uh, so, with the mafia. Let me see this. Gretzky's wife and a bunch of other players. There was no. It wasn't. Other people outside the NHL looking in. It was people inside. Oh, I mean, and then Gretzky's wife. Yeah, it was people outside the NHL, but also NHL players along with Gretzky. Honestly, wife. I think this is going to help out the league. The league has no heat right now. But I don't think well, a scandal would help it out. I think uh-huh. anything will help it out right now. Anything that gets that in the uh, headlines because Give they tried to change over the rules. That didn't work. They uh, the whole strike thing turned most people off to it. It's worse than ever ratings wise. Didn't well, they try to make less fighting or something? Yeah, they, well, they've always tried to do that. They've always tried to penalize that's more. That's no reason to watch. Yeah. Are we still even in hockey season? Is it going yeah, on right yeah. now? Yeah, it's winter, of course. I don't know. When do uh, playoffs start? I think they they actually... I think they start in May, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they start pretty soon. And that's the only real time to watch hockey. Yeah. Before that, I mean, I'll, I'll skim by it. I'll watch a little bit of it, but... Playoff time is the best time. Same for basketball with me. I don't watch unless it's All-Star game or it's, you know, first round of the playoffs. I don't watch any All-Star game. The uh, the Pro Bowls this weekend, I'm not going to watch it. I'm a huge football fan, but the Pro Bowl stinks. Well, yeah. the football pro uh, All-Star game is just ridiculous. Half the players don't even show up. The base, the baseball pro All-Star game seems like the only one that is really putting anything behind it. Yeah. You know, that's where you get your home field for the uh, World Series, right? Yeah, but I still don't like that. I think it's good trying to give some weight to it, though. Be- you know, with the other ones, it's just a pickup game. Should have been a, like a money prize, because home field... They don't need more money, though. 
They're all all stars. They're all. all, But you aren't going to be excited if you see Shaq win a million dollars. Maybe he might be excited, but you aren't. You're going to be like, screw him. If he gives a speech afterwards, where you know calls himself Big Socrates or something, I might be a little excited. Think about it. Throws a Kazam rap out at you. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Let's move on with the game. Let's go with uh, Henry and Zephyr Hills. You ready to play? Yes. All right. We got World National Entertainment. Which one do you choose? Uh, let's try national. National with Gibby. All right, national is going to be multiple choice. A jury in suburban New York quickly rejected a woman's claim that her late husband died from an injury he suffered while ducking out of the way of a flying piece of what at a Benahana steakhouse. Was it A, shrimp, B, chicken, C, steak, or D, pork? Let's go with shrimp. Good job, my friend. Congratulations, Henry. So... Ducking from shrimp and what happened? I guess the chef threw some shrimp at him and he ducked and like messed up his neck and died like a little bit later. Died from? <laughs> yeah, he got. I guess he got sick from a. It led to a surgery. I guess he hurt his neck so bad he had to get surgery and got sick from the surgery. Why was he ducking from the shrimp? I, I know. Like, is he sh- allergic? Must have been a big jumbo shrimp. I would never think to actually kind of uh, dodge a shrimp. I'd let it hit me in the head. <laughs> exactly. Eat it like a, a seal. Maybe it was like Gibbs' dad, and his the weight of his head when he ducked just like ripped his neck off. Just yeah, the inertia decapitated himself. Just some Down syndrome guy dodging, trying to dodge a uh, shrimp. I'd pay to see it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Joey over in UCF. Joey, you ready to play the game? Yeah. All right, you got uh, world or entertainment left. What do you want? Let's go with uh, world. All right, world with Gibbs. All right, it's going to be fill in the blank. This kidnapped American journalist appeared in a video which aired today on a private Kuwaiti TV channel appealing for her supporters to do whatever it takes to win her release as quickly as possible. Who was the American journalist? Oh, man. Connie Chung, I don't know. I'm sorry. Jill Carroll. Does she a freelancer or who does she work for? I don't know. God, Gibbs. I, Jesus. America. She's an American journalist. You don't work for America. <laughs> I hate you and your lack of uh, facts in your headlines game show. Do you? We told you to bring the full story in with you, kind of have it attached to it. Did you do that? It stopped. The printer stopped printing. No, it Put didn't. paper in it. There was paper in it. I just printed like 15 minutes ago. Well, you had the special touch. I hate you so much. I swear to God. Oh if I If we had someone else in here, I would fire you right now. <laughs> I don't care. Why do you just lie, black girl? <laughs> hey, did you get our Grammy stuff? <laughs> Sorry. Let's wrap this up with Pam. We're with the big boys now. Pam and Tampa, you've got entertainment <laughs> left. That's it. All right. It's going to be fill in the blank. Pam, you there? Yep. All right. Two men have been charged with first-degree murder in the death of Alan J. Shalik, 76 years old, who co-wrote these books. No clue. You don't know what books? No clue. Oh. I'm sorry. Curious George. Curious George guy died. I think they ruled it a homicide, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, they're they're looking into it as a homicide. They aren't sure if it was, but that's what they're treating it like right now. Which, I mean, you usually know pretty much if it's a homicide or not. The guy was found under a uh, bunch of trash bags. <laughs> I don't think an uh, old guy falls over, breaks his hip, and covers himself up with trash bags. Maybe he's a neat freak. <laughs> OCT, OCD to the death. 
I never read Curious George. Did anybody? I watched the that? I watched the cartoon. The I, cartoons were so crappy. They yeah. were they were they were the same exact like uh, still shots and uh, bad uh, cartoon yeah. as the book, and it, they were never funny. <laughs> you knew he was going to what was going to happen to him. You knew he was going to get in some trouble, and the man in the yellow hat was going to uh, teach him a lesson. Yeah, what was with the man in the yellow hat? Why did he have a yellow hat first of all? And a yellow suit. And a yellow suit. And why do you have a monkey? All that just doesn't add up for me. Hmm. I I know I've seen the book. I don't remember anything about it. I know uh, when we had a, we would do this uh, free thing every like couple months at our school, and that, those were one of the books you could grab for free. I always went for the Clifford books, so. though. Clifford was I, my guy. I don't think I ever read a Clifford book either. I don't know what the hell I read. In, Bernstein Bears? I remember the cartoon, the TV show. There was a Bernstein Bears car- uh, TV I'm cartoon? I'm pretty sure, unless I'm delusional. Yeah, there was. There was a whole line of books for the Bernstein Bears. I don't ever remember watching it on TV. I, I hated their son. I, I don't know why. There's something about him. He just looked like an ass. Brother Bear? <laughs> yeah, whatever his name is. <laughs> he looked like that little gay, faggy hair thing of his. It just... Uh, I don't know. The I just pompadour to... he had? Yeah, it was just do something with it. Come on. <laughs> Get you yourself know, together. Yeah, You're a damn bear, for Christ's sake. I want to get a copy of some of these books. They look just... more like foxes, though. Because I, I, I guarantee whenever we uh, would look through them now, you would look at it and be like, why were we reading this? Why were these pushed on to us like they were? There's no educational value to them, and there's nothing funny about them. Exactly. Didn't they live in a tree? I can't even remember what the Bernstein the trunk, Bears were all yeah, about. It was a, yeah, it was a tree. What bear lives I, in it, a tree? Isn't that the uh, Keebler elves live in a tree? No, no. but they did, too. Yeah, they did. So except there was one episode where Brother Bear got stuck in a um, in like a big fortress, and the uh, armor came alive and started attacking him. But it was really it wasn't the armor wasn't possessed. It was just birds and rats that you're got a, stuck in. You're them. a trap for terrible information. <laughs> I've never heard of more useless stuff. I, well, I, I don't even know. It was a good episode. I don't even know what he's talking about. It was illustrated very well. I'm totally no. lost. I believe that they won a Pulitzer from what? the illustrations. What? Yeah. They are on like the top hundred uh, children's books more than any other book. Like that series is all over the top hundred. That pompadour should knock them out of the. There's top a top hundred children's book. Yeah. With? Well, there's uh, a there's a top hundred for any kind of book. What about Babar? Just a <laughs> country made of entirely of elephants. <laughs> I just, I don't know why I watched it. It's just, I don't, it was useless. All None of those things were funny. And I, I think we got the jet because I, I watched like SpongeBob and these kind of cartoons now. I can get a giggle out of them, but I couldn't get a giggle out of watching uh, Thundercats now. I can get, I, I laugh when I watch Winnie the Pooh because it's so extremely like no, underlying furry sexual. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some very gay stuff going on with a bear just wearing a half shirt. Dipping his hand in honey. You want to see a problem with that? <laughs> Bull Gibbs is the same thing, except he gets his head stuck going through most things. Doors. Tunnels. <laughs> Sky. Gibbs, are you ready for uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow out at the Premier Doll Factory outlet? you got to do the nut putt. Yes, sir. Do you, have you uh, figured out exactly what the nut putt is yet? 
It's been explained to me a little bit, but I don't completely understand. All right, we'll explain it fully next. We'll talk more about what's going on at Premier tomorrow, uh, as, well, as well as the Valentine list that we have going on. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, Star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. Jay Gruden joining us in studio. Thank you for that. Good Real quick, uh, let's uh, check in with Hefe, other host of The Hideout. He's not in studio right now. He's over at Patty McGee's uh, over on the Loma Avenue right behind the Mellow Mushroom. How's it going out there, Hefe? What's new? What are you doing? Uh, just hanging out, drinking a few uh, dollar domestic drafts, dollar shooters. Uh, I also want to say congratulations to Brian H. from Orlando. Dubs. Yes. He was the first person to bring me a birthday greeting. Uh, so he will be competing tomorrow when we broadcast from the Premier Adult Factory outlet for the $1,000 uh, in wholesale hideout furniture money. Uh, now, what and, kind of uh, car did he bring you? It's good, dude. It's something so close to your and my heart. I'm so glad he won. He brought in a 7-Eleven Big Bite uh, top. And just uh, so, wrote on that? Yeah, it just says, Happy Birthday, Hefe. And thank goodness he spelled it correctly. Beautiful. But I also want to congratulate, too, or at least thank uh, Doogie Tarantino and SFG, because they came in second. And it's actually a plug for SFG's, uh, or actually Doogie's business, Mm -hmm. Helping Hand Lawn Care, 407-221-0593. But um, Dubs, dude, it's like it's it's banging out here right now at Patty McGee's Irish American. That's Bar. wonderful. Check out, back with us in a little bit. We're talking to Jay Gruden right now. Now let me ask Jay Gruden. Can I ask I'll, him a question? Go ahead. All right. Now, Jay, I actually play basketball with Brett Bushy over at RDV. We played today. Uh, we played on Tuesday. We've been lucky enough to play on the same team uh, the past couple of Tuesdays, and we've run the table. He's a very good ball player. And, of course, you're an outstanding athlete and, uh, you know, with your, your storied history. And how do you defend Brett Bush, the owner of the Predators, whenever you play basketball with him? Because he just seems tough to uh, defend. Ah, it's easy. you got to keep him out of the paint. He can't shoot from the outside. He tries to battle you down low and, and tries to out-muscle everybody. But if you get tougher than he is, he'll get frustrated, kick the ball across the street like he did when I played with him, <laughs> throw the ball, get mad, call foul all the time. You can get in his head easy. Now, see, Nubs, when I was guarding him, he did call a foul on me when I didn't think it was warranted, and now that makes me feel better that uh, Coach Gruden says the exact same thing. So That's now exactly the way he is. And, and from what I understand, uh, Gruden and uh, Bushy have gotten into it a little bit while playing some basketball, <laughs> so I don't feel so bad about getting into it with Bushy when we played earlier. Yeah, uh, we had uh, Bushy in uh, last week, and we found out that that was who Hefe got into a fight with one time out at the basketball court. Actually, uh, Bushy was going up for a layup. Hefe pushed him in the back while he was not. going up. That's what, uh, that's what he said. That's and a I good him. hard foul. Yeah, Nothing wrong with that. Me. That's part Thank of basketball. You. Thank you, Coach Gruden. And let me say this, Coach Gruden. I'm going to get back at, inside to the party at Patty McGee's. But I am, uh, Dubs and I are going to experience the Orlando Predators for the first time this Saturday for the, uh, against the Philadelphia Soul. And we're just very excited about going and seeing the game and, uh, watching everything that the Predators have to offer. So, uh, best of luck. Best of luck. And uh, also, too, Dubs, I don't know if Mm -hmm. you know this, but Drunky and Tuttle are doing a hardcore match at halftime of the Predators game. So you got the Predators, of course, taking on the Soul. Which is owned by John Bon Jovi, but then you got the halftime entertainment with uh, Drunky and Tuttle. So uh, go Preds! 
And uh, we'll see all you guys out there uh, this Saturday uh, at the TD Waterhouse, 407-44 Preds. And I'll check back in with you guys in a little bit. You guys have a good conversation. All right, later, Epic. That's the one thing I like about uh, what I've heard about the Predators games. It's more than just uh, going there, sitting there, watching the game. You guys have stuff going on during halftime. You guys got uh, a lot of drinking going on, a lot of uh, people just out there having a good time. They do have a good time, but they also understand, you know, it's a good game. It's a good, yeah. There's got a lot of good players out there, and it's great competition. We have a great team coming in here. Our uh, ex-defensive coordinator, Brett Muncy, is a head coach out there at Philadelphia. He took... I think four or five of our players from last year over there. So uh, there's lots lots of uh, good storylines in this game, but there is a lot of things going on in the stands. If you want to take your eye off the game, there's plenty to look at. Now, th- that's what we're. Uh, I was asking you about that during uh, the break. Uh, what the turnovers like over at uh, in Arena Football? If there's a lot of it, if uh, if you guys just sign a lot of short contracts, if you sign a lot of people long, and uh, you guys tend to do more of a short term thing, and you guys are consistently pretty good. So sometimes yeah. they'll end up screwing you, and like uh, the Salt, they'll take a bunch of your players away the next season. Yeah, it happens. You know, we can't pay everybody. You can't get everybody a twenty-five, thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars raise every year. You know, so we have to lose some guys that are good players. Like we lost Mike Brown and EJ Burt and Reggie Doster to Philadelphia, and uh, you know, we just have to replace them. And we have to be careful who we spend our money on. Right now, our mm-hmm. money's spent on certain guys. They're tied up to some contracts, but all the other guys are one-year type guys, and we. Expect them to perform good, and then they'll get more money next year. One of your first uh, year players. What's the uh, what's the one you're looking at? Like, uh, all right, this guy's really got it. He's uh, he's going to be a big star in this league. Well, they just got to make plays. You know, it depends on what they what position they are. If they're a lineman, they need to make sacks and protect the quarterback. Is there one guy in particular right now where you you, you uh, just threw him out on the field, and now you're seeing a lot out of him? Yeah, I'd say Greg White right now, our defensive lineman. He's uh, doing the best uh, as far as the first year guys, but. There are a lot of other guys that are having a major impact, and they will uh, continue on. But Joe Hamilton's our key, our quarterback. Kenny McIntyre, one of our defensive backs, and Droid Johnson we got from uh, Chicago last year. So uh, it's it's going to be a total team effort we're going to have to have against Philadelphia to have a shot. Now, with the NFL uh, fans out there trying to make the transition to AFL and watch that, what, what are the differences, what are the better parts about AFL other than you know watching well, it's, NFL? It's faster pace, and, and you're closer to the game, and it's more fan-friendly, and I think it's more exciting to go to and watch a whole game. You know, In the NFL, mm-hmm. there's so much stoppage, clock stoppage, timeouts, TV timeouts, punting. All that stuff, you know, there's really not a dull play in arena football. Every time an offense is on the field, it's a scoring opportunity. And then when you kick, uh, if you miss the field goal, it bounces off the nets and something happens. So there's really not a time for you to get up and go get a hot dog. You're going to miss a lot of action, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's obviously a lot more fast-paced, and, and the fans are a lot closer to the action, which is more enjoyable for them. My favorite part is just having that wall right there and just people flying in, hitting it. It's, it's a lot like, you know, almost like a cross with the hockey and football in that way where people will fly in hit the wall you know you aren't seeing a lot of uh open space everything's full of either a wall or another person right in your face yeah it's a lot of full contact there and the wall is wall scares a lot of people for the first time that's a bit major adjustments for especially wide receivers coming Mm -hmm. in you know you throw an out route to them and and they get the alligator arm and they short arm it because they see that wall but it's padded and yeah they have to learn to take it like a man How do you get kickers that want to come into your league? Because the goalposts are like nine feet wide. Uh, we went through kickers like crazy last year. We had about five of them, and we they couldn't make any of them. So, <laughs> you know, one game, you're here, you're cut. Let's get another. I didn't even know our kicker's name the last game of the year. <laughs> but we have a great one, Jay Taylor, and he's very accurate. And it is tough on them. You know, it's it's really tough on them. But 
Uh, just got to kick it straight. What's with kickers overall in both leagues? It looks like there's a big drought in decent kickers, AFL and NFL. There's like not a whole lot of good ones out there. I don't know what it is. It's 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 hard, man. It's such a mental game with those guys. You know, it's yeah. It seems like if they miss a couple, they get really discouraged, and it, it's really hard to get them right on the right track. Because if uh, if they miss a not so big one in the beginning of the game, later on in the game, that's still in their head, and they have a better chance of missing a, a clincher. That's right. It's not like quarterback. You throw a couple incompletions and then throw a bomb for touchdown. Everybody loves you. Mm-hmm. You're a kicker. You missed your first kick. Everybody thinks you're an idiot. You know, <laughs> so it's a tough job. But uh, luckily for us, Jay Taylor is one of the most accurate kickers in this league. He hadn't missed a kick yet, come to think of it. So nice. Hopefully he'll keep up that trend. What's that uh, position where the wide receiver gets to run up to the scrimmage now up in Arena League, unlike uh, High motion. NFL. Yeah, what's that? We get one guy on offense that can go in motion towards the ball, not just sideways, but they can go towards the ball full speed. So so they can be moving the whole time, and yeah, right when you have the ball, you guys are just, yeah, so we he's start, already going. We start the guy back about 10 yards, and quarterback starts his cadence, and he hits it full speed, and Makes it tough on a DB to cover them. <laughs> yeah, you just see them just fly by the DB. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's 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 tough on a DBs, but we have some good DBs, and uh, we have one of the best in the league history in Kenny McIntyre, and he can handle that pretty good. Now, uh, any uh, any big players making the leap over to the NFL lately? I know Kurt Warner. Uh, yeah, there, there's been a few uh, year in and year out. There's always a handful, half a dozen or so that get workouts and make it. Last year, Rasheed Davis, he played for the Chicago Bears, didn't really make an impact, but he made the team. And There's always about five or six, I'd say. But, uh, you know, right now these guys are making pretty good money. Some, yeah. of them, some of them don't even want it to go. They've been banged around in so many camps. that They've been cut so many times, and they almost make it. They make a practice squad. They get cut. That They're making good enough money now where they just want to stay. And they can just find a, a home where yeah, they're appreciated it. in the arena league. Exactly. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, you've done work with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm a huge Lions fan. Right. Rod Marinelli has just been hired as Lions head coach. No one knows anything about him. <laughs> what, what, what's with him? Like, what, what kind of coach is he? Is he is he a players coach? Is he more of a, a hard hard nosed guy? He's a hard nosed guy. Yeah, he will uh, work those guys. And Good. He will, he's, uh, <laughs> he's like a drill sergeant. Is what that's he is, what, that's you know? what they he, need. He does it in a way where the players will respond. You know, it's not like he's just going to go out there and yell and scream at everybody. He is a motivator and a great motivator, and uh, I think that's what his strength is. is you know, he may not know a lot about offense. He may. I don't know. He was a defensive line coach, and he knows a lot about defense. I know that. Well, I know they just uh, signed Mike Martz as offensive coordinator oh, over there, so it looks like they got that offense ready to go. Yeah. I'm just really excited over Lions yeah, football the quarterback on top ready to of go whatever that is. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Rod's going to be great over there. Nice. I wish him all the best because he's a heck of a guy. Well, thank you very much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Orlando Predators, OrlandoPredators.com, 407-44-PREDS. Jay Gruden, thanks for coming hey, in. Hey, thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. J-Dubs running the show El Jefe-less for at least a little bit. Uh, Jefe will be back in a little bit. Right now he's over at Patty McGee's over uh, 28.3 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park right behind the Mellow Mushroom. $1 domestic drafts and shooters. Head over there. Also, uh, it's kind of birthday eve for him, so get over there. Wish him a happy birthday. He's also... He likes birthday punches. Yes. Kind of like, like the love bug punches. Birthday noogies, wedgies, <laughs> wet willies. Gooses. Yeah, he loves gooses. Melvins, just <laughs> like on uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> so get over there, hang out with him. Charlie He's, horses. 
he's got a lot of stuff going on out there. He's also uh, getting uh, some of our, looking for ring girls for our event on the 17th, 17 Stunts by Tuttle on the 17th over at Metro Entertainment. And also looking for Indian burns. <laughs> Just anything, red belly, any kind of... Uh, awful, awful, you know. Break a pencil over his knuckles, anything, anything he used to do in uh, high school. Just wedgie. go over and do it to him. He likes wedgies. Wet Willie. I'm sure he'll love a wet willy. Anything you want to do to him, he's up for. Go slap him in the face and then spit on him. Either way, he'll enjoy it. He, he likes it. That's kind what of he's into. Thing. I mean, this his own thing. He gives it everything. What I'm really excited about is tomorrow night over at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet, doing a lot of game shows, uh, doing the Screamer Cream, doing our uh, a kind of uh, inmate or playmate, kind of doing it for the penthouse though, uh, jailhouse or penthouse which will be uh, really fun because we have March Penthouse uh, pet Jennifer Emerson. She's going to be out there hanging out with us, uh, signing some of her, her uh, magazines, and you know, you'll be able to go meet a porn. Do you think that would be awkward for her to just have people sign her own badge? Yeah. I, I would imagine it would be. I don't know. Would I mean, if you were a good-looking dude, and <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's, a, that's a big if, would you, would you really mind if... Women are coming up to you with naked pictures of you wanting to sign it because they want to keep it around them. I mean, it, it seems more flattering than creepy. That's different, though, isn't it, for men and women? Yeah. Not, not porn girls, because porn girls are basically men. They're the same thing. They have the same uh, train of thought, everything. Yeah, that's true. They're not too classy, are they? They're classy, but they they just have the same mindset as dudes. That you have to to get into one of those magazines. Yeah. You have to be a Jenny McCarthy type. But I still think they get a little creeped out when you know a guy like me or chunks is coming up and coming up to them and asking for their autograph of their for their boobs oh definitely i'll tell you what you guys are the mild people out of what they see (laughs) i've seen some of the oddest people at some of these uh, meet and greets for porn stars people who you know don't leave the house unless there's batch material available. They, that's like their one mission in life is to run out, get something to bring back home, and run one too. Do you, do you think these people are actually like when they go out to meet these these whore? I'm sorry, these the girls. Like, yeah, the girls. It, it's, the this girl is actually very very beautiful. Uh, in penthouse this month, or is the March issue already out? Yeah, I think so. All right, she's in there ready uh, for you to pick up. Jennifer Emerson will be joining us live out there. Well, penthouse is a lot different than porn. I'm talking about like the porn girls. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm talking about those. Yeah, it's not that much girls. different. But they have changed it up a little bit. Penthouse. They used to do the uh, the yellow showers things, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they've they, they've taken that out of the magazine basically. Now, do you think like the dudes will leave their house thinking like I'm gonna get a date? Like the real crazy ones. You honestly think? They, oh yeah. You think so? There's a That's lot weird. of them out there. Like she's gonna make eye contact with you, and she's just like, "This is the man of my dreams." They sign her uh, the the things. Thank you a lot, sweetheart. And they actually think that yeah. they're her sweetheart. Like she's the only one. I'm the only one that she signed that for. Yeah. Or like she'll give uh, the picture a kiss right where she signed <laughs> it, and that means something to them. I wonder if a guy's ever gotten a signed picture and just started working it out right in front of her. I don't know about her, but I'm sure it's happened to many people before, many of her types before. That's true. I remember back home, Jenny McCarthy made an appearance at Tyson's Corner. It's the big mall in mm-hmm. D.C. And I uh, waited four hours <coughs> to get to get her uh, autograph. But she was only signing pictures. But, but I snuck in her book. I put it underneath my shirt so that the security people wouldn't take it to me. And I pulled it out when I got in front of her. And she signed it, and I ran home and ran one off. So you pulled it out in front of her and ran one off. <laughs> yes. Oh. Wow, you just ruined Jenny McCarthy for me. <laughs> it's true, man. The book had a lot of great picks. All right, shut up. 
I met um, what's her name, Ginger Lynn once. I've met her before too. I, was... uh, I met her and Chloe at the same time. Oh, Chloe, the uh, yeah, the the anal girl. Yeah. And uh, actually, I have her cutting some voice work for me and everything. And the stuff that she talks about when the mic wasn't on, and everything was the dirtiest stuff. How she wanted to use this thing in different areas and. I met Ed Mosley, uh, kicker for the Washington Redskins. I ran a batch after I met him, but that doesn't really count. I met well, him at a buffet. So. I'm sure you did. I'm sure <laughs> anywhere you meet anybody is a buffet because that, that's the only place you go. Either you met him in a radio studio or an old country buffet. <laughs> it was an Easby's. Right. right. I like the school, um, uh, school function where they had to come in to talk to the kids. I met him. I got his autograph. I was seven. Yeah, we had the Detroit Lions come in and play uh, against, uh, play basketball against the uh, the Fowlerville Alumni All Stars, <laughs> and I got like, uh, and they they send the worst of the worst there, like just the practice team. Eric Lynch, I got his autograph, and just these no names. And for some reason, I was so excited and kept that uh, that little towel that they signed for years. I've gotten Willie May's autograph, but I never got to meet him. I got my uh, aunt to get it for me. Do you really care about an autograph if you don't meet the person? Autographs to me are, even if you meet them, I mean, what are you going to do with that later? Sell it, but I'm not going to sell Willie Mays' autograph. Why not? What are you doing with it? You just looking at it? Yeah. Who cares? I think it brings you closer, like to that person. I think it's kind of like that obsessive thing where you feel like you're connecting. Uh, what it is is proof that you actually met him, so people can say, "No, you didn't meet him." Yeah, look, I got his autograph. Yeah, like I knew somebody who, uh, like Frank Shamrock, was a really good at first time mixed martial arts fighter, mm-hmm. and he was doing some seminars somewhere. And my friend was like, he was trying to borrow like a tape or something from me. He's like, if you bring me the tape, I'll get you Frank Shamrock's autograph. And I'm like, I really could care less. If I'm not meeting him and talking to him, what do I care about having his autograph sitting around my house for? I rode in a truck with uh, Dan Severn. I'm sorry. Have you guys ever gotten something? Come on, it's a beast. Have you guys ever gotten something like really weird signed by, like, bring like a, like, say a math book to a baseball player? Like, just gotten a random object signed by somebody? I've never gotten the random object signed, but I, I know people will, you know, just anything that's close to them, like a, a T-shirt that has nothing to do with them, you know, or their arm, and just take a picture of it and keep that. You know, it's funny. It's like you know, when it's your birthday and you go to Hooters, and then the girl like takes the picture with like the yeah, like and they well, sign it. I'm like, wow, thanks. Just some college hooker that you could <laughs> that you could get to sign a uh, a orange cup at a kegger. Yeah, and for some drink? reason, you keep that picture and uh, the uh, the shirt that she signed, and keep it like it's like it's the holy grail. I hope you had a great birthday. Love margarita. Like, wow, thanks, whore. I didn't see you at the mall earlier in the week with your big redneck boyfriend. On my kids. On my 18th birthday, I went to Deja Vu uh, uh, Strip Club over in Michigan, and I'm they. For your birthday, they bring you up on stage and give you that free dance where they just totally destroy you and ravage you and hurt you. Make you hate women. Yeah. And, and uh, what they do, they videotape it, and they try to charge you 20 bucks for that videotape to take it home. So you can always have these floppy whores bouncing <laughs> on you forever like you're proud of this. Like the like, only thing similar to that that I would ever consider buying would be those horrible roller coaster pictures that they take of you. Cause they that, never are good though. Yeah. It's always you, like with a half smile, looking like Terry Schiavo. 
running on uh, on the on the uh, the Hulk. Occasionally, for me, I always look like crap at him. I'm all, I, I look just like you know a melted candle. Occasionally, I'll go with like a girl or something, and she'll end up coming out looking great in them. It's so annoying because like, well, that's a really good picture. I might buy it, and I have to talk him out of it because I don't want that being shown three years from now. Look at Bateman, the melted wax candle. Guy. <laughs> 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Why do you feel so good when you're on a roller coaster ride and you actually catch the camera and you flick it off like you're five years old? And they always block it off. Yeah, they, they, You'll never be able to buy the uh, flip-off picture. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, yeah, we still have to talk about this big premiere thing we got going on tomorrow. We'll talk about that next on the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. J-Dub's hanging out without El Jefe for right now. He's over at Patty McGee's. Patty McGee's is located on 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. Get on out there and uh, get some of the $1 drafts and shooters that they got going on out there. Hefe will be out there until 9 o'clock. Go say happy birthday to him. His birthday is tomorrow. Tomorrow we're broadcasting live from the Premier Adult Factory Outlet over at 5009 South Orange Blossom Trail, just south of Holden. Uh, chunks. What do we got going on out there tomorrow? We got we're doing this whole thing on a uh, kind of a point system. Yeah. Where a lot of game shows, uh, Screamer Cream, uh, Jailhouse or Penthouse. Yeah. So what you're gonna what you're actually gonna want to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You got a whole bunch of games. You're gonna want to get there early, maybe even before we get there at seven, and sign up because when all the slots for all the games are filled up, that's it. Nobody can play. But we have a whole bunch of slots, so you got to come there, come early. You sign up for as many games as you want. Yeah, we have a whole lot of games, and uh, you're going to play each game. Each game that you get signed up for, we'll work on a point system. However uh, many points you gather by the end of the night, the top three of each category, men and women, will uh, each kind of take each other on in events to see who gets the chance at 500, uh, over $500 in, uh, in stuff for the shopping spree. Yeah, that's correct. And we're going to start off uh, with everyone. Mm-hmm. This is a big favorite in the hideout, the Hideout Headlines Game Show. That's going to have a 10-point value. Okay. So for each question you get right in there, you're going to get 10 points. It's kind of simple like that. Our normal game that we play, a uh, second break of every day. Yep, the same exact game. Now, the next one is kind of a variation off of a new hideout favorite that you've been doing, the, the uh, Playmate or Inmate, but uh, revamped to Jailhouse or Penthouse. Yeah, because we have a uh, Penthouse play. Uh, uh, Pet coming out there. The pets out there. Those you, those sometimes are kind of difficult to get. So we're gonna raise the value of that. That's twenty points each. You'll get for each one of those. Mm-hmm. You get twenty points. And then it goes on. Porn star, politician. That's a game Tommy came up with. He read a few of those to me. Those are pretty funny. I don't want to rack it for him though. So I I don't remember uh, exactly what is porn star politician. Explain this game to me, Tommy. It's basically a ripoff of your game, mm-hmm. but uh, you have to guess whether it's a porn star or a politician. It's all I give you a name and you have to decide. It's okay, a porn so star the, the, or you a just politician. Hit, you throw a name out there and uh, either it's a porn star or a politician. You answer correctly, you get the points. Yeah, Hefe couldn't get any of them right. Neither really? Much. I think Chunks actually got more correct than Hefe did. Yeah, it's because I. Uh, the best was when Chuck was, oh, that's definitely a porn star. And it's some, like, 87 year old politician <laughs> lady. But I know my politics, man. I'm going to. Poli- Shut po- up and poli- Political. Uh, and then, <laughs> did it happen in the hideout? I don't know. I guess that's something Gibbs wanted to do. So I guess he Gibbs, knows you about have a game. that. 
Yes, I have a game. What is it? It's Did It Happen in the Hideout. I just said that. I know, I'm repeating it. Don't repeat it. Explain what it is. If they didn't hear what it was, I'm just reassuring them. I'm making the listener comfortable. Just explain it, you douchebag. Oh. It's it's clips of stuff that happened this week. and, and... Happened this week where? Where did they happen this week? On news? On TV? In what? the hideout. Thank you. Uh, All right, stuff that happens this week in the hideout, you ask questions about it. Yeah, if they, it happened in here or it didn't, yeah, and if they get it right, they get right. All right, beautiful. Way to sell it. Yeah, good job, kids. Way what else we got out. going out there? Screamer Cream. Screamer Cream. That, uh, we have different clips from either horror movies or porno movies. And that one's one that everyone's going to want to try and get in on that one. We have a lot of clips, and it's worth a lot of points. You get 33 points for each one of those. You get correct. That you get That you get correct. There's a game that you came up with, uh, the uh, Horseshoe Dildo Toss. Now, we are not sure about the Horseshoe Dildo Toss yet. We haven't found some plastic horseshoes. We need some, you know, kind of uh, kid-type horseshoes because a regular horseshoe would knock the dildo right over. But it's basically like a regular uh, horseshoe game, except for you're throwing it at a uh, fake member. Any chance you could kind of use a rubber band to make a double-sided dildo a horseshoe shape? Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Or even kind of get one of... I think they have flexible ones. Yeah. yeah. I say we just see if Sarah Jessica Parker will donate any of her horseshoes. Uh, oh. Yeah, just uh, just get a chisel and hit her feet a couple times. <laughs> They're we'll lighter in, in weight. <laughs> now, after that, after we get down, we're going to have three finalists for the men and the women all right, So people are playing all night uh, collecting points. And at the end of the night, we're going to tally up all the points... Get the top three from each category, men and women, yep. and they'll each uh, kind of participate in different games. Yeah, we actually got two special games planned out for them. All right, the top three for women, what are we going to play? Top three for women is going to be the uh, condom taste test. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's going to be, it's gonna be uh, various flavors, and the women, the females, are going to have to write down what they think the flavor is. Mm-hmm. Now, if they can run a gamut, if they can get all of them correct, then they're going to get an extra bonus. It's going to be 100 points added on to their total, which will, you know, if you get them all correct, that's pretty much going to guarantee a spot for the for the shopping spree. So you, you, they give a little uh, taste of the condom yep. and uh, write down what they think the flavor is. We go through all of them, uh, score them up, and then... We'll see who, uh, what woman is going to try for the shopping spree. Yeah, and they got to make it look sexy, too. But that's course. only for my own personal. Uh, maybe, even, maybe you should show them. Yeah. You got practice. Yeah. And um, for the male finals, uh, we're going to do, we talked about it a little bit before. And this is the one I'm looking forward to most. I think you are, too, Dubs, mm-hmm. since Gibbs has just been an A1 ace today, and uh, he's been so great. The nut pot. Yes. And um, this one is for the men. You can make up big points here. Depending right. on how good you are. So top three guys go at nut putt. What nut putt is, is uh, we'll have Gibbs sitting at the end of a putting green with a little piece of uh, PVC pipe right uh, aiming towards uh, his boys. And you will putt at uh, his nuts. And <laughs> w- if you hit them, you get a certain amount of points for each one. You'll start off uh, pretty close, move back, move back each a putt you take is worth a certain amount of points, yeah. and whoever uh, comes out on top of that will be doing the men portion of the big uh, shopping spree. Yeah, if you make all the putts mm-hmm. in the nut putt, I think you could get up to, uh, I think it's like 600 points added on 
So, I mean, if you're pretty good at putting, just get to the finals. You should do all right. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Gibbs, do you get it? Do you get what's going on with the nut putt? Yes. Are you excited? No. One thing you're going to have to do, because I, I had to do this before I was actually in your position during this game, make sure you cover your mouth and uh, whatever else you don't want broken, except for, of course, your boys. Uh, because and your pride. Some people, <laughs> that's how I've been broken. <laughs> because some people will hit it a little bit too hard, get a little bit of lift, and I've almost been, you know, taken I, out in the face. With that head, he's going to be like that clown that opens its mouth <laughs> as you try to, like, hit the ball through. Thanks, Tommy. Now everybody that golfs is going to hit it as hard as they can. Like I wouldn't have told them. They're going to gonna aim anyway. for your meat windmill anyway. You want to practice? Do you want to come in here and I have a... Uh, Huh? Come on in here, Gibbs, real quick. Uh, go. We're going to have uh, Matt Albert take a shot at you. A little nut practice. See how it works. Build up a callus for tomorrow. Maybe it won't hurt as much. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but someone get... I'm, I've always been a big fan of America's Funniest Some Videos. Exactly. There's always ball shots in there. That It's a very wholesome show, but... For some reason, the junk is always involved, and that's my favorite part of that show. That's what's beautiful about it. All right, Matt, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, go over. Uh... Is he going to strip? No. Oh. You, you aren't allowed to block it. You Maybe you should get into your underwear. <laughs> the jeans are hard to get through in, uh, with the uh, the ball. i got to save some stamina. Well, he's only taking one shot. We're going to see if he can get you in one shot. Oh. So sit down Jesus. on the ground. Don't hit it hard. All right. Now, Matt's the one that brought the putter in. I, I never really looked at you as a golfer. I, do you do a lot of putting? Do you do a lot of golfing? What's your What's your thing? Mask. Uh, six months ago, I used, I had a lot of time on my hands, so I took up uh, a putting green. Just putting. Yeah, just you don't, putting. You don't do any driving. You're well, just uh, well, all I didn't putt. Ha- I didn't have any drivers, so I just had enough money for a putter. So there it goes. I'm four. All right, are you ready to take your shot? Yeah. All right, don't, don't All right this is what you have to look forward to tomorrow. One, <laughs> two, uh, three. Oh, God! He just the- oh. <laughs> How close did that get? <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> my God. <laughs> that would have destroyed everything inside of me. Dude. All right, let's try it one more time. Let's give it one more go. What? That was that. That had some uh, movement on it, Matt. Matt, do not break the glass. Yes, please don't get any lift on it. Just uh, try to keep it on the ground. Oh, oh, oh. What are you moving for? You can't move. It's, it's coming so fast. That's the point. It's not. We aren't hitting each other with pillows. This isn't a teddy bear fight. You're taking a very hard object to the groin. You ready not to move? Maybe we should uh, cover your eyes so you never know when it's coming. All right. It's a it's a little tougher than normal. That's why it's worth so many points. But I guarantee you, someone will get it tomorrow. Are we gonna have to? No, 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 no! no. Oh, I heard that. That was bad. Are we gonna have to tie him down tomorrow? Or he's, he's a very fidgety kid. He he always wants to do the stunts, but he's never really big. Yeah, Jimmy D. Did he interview well? How did he get on the show? I don't know. What what happened with him? 
How did uh, how did he end up doing an internship? How did he end up our only intern? I think didn't Hefe choose him? Yeah. Yeah, he also chose uh, Hooch. Mm. His head blew, blocked the view of every other, you know, candidate. I just got flashbacks of clotheslines. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. It's the Hideout Real Radio one zero four point one. It's the Hideout Real Radio one zero four point one. I'll have less tonight, uh, at least for a little bit, probably an hour longer until he gets back from Patty McGee's. Right now he's hanging out there till nine o'clock, uh, day before his birthday. Go out there and say happy birthday to El Jefe. He's over at uh, Patty McGee's. 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park, right behind the Mellow Mushroom. Get on out there. Say hello. Say hey. Say happy birthday. Uh, let's go to Sir Gary the Prophet. Evening. How you doing tonight? How's it going, Sir Gary? Doing pretty good. Uh, doing your program tonight on Real Radio 104.1. It's terrific, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, got a really good You're program. You're loving it. All right. What, uh, what's going on in the news, Sir Gary? Well, um, that's, that's, uh, Martin Luther King's birthday was the other, other couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his wife passed away. Oh, okay. Passed away a couple of days ago. Oh, how do you feel about that? Oh, I just feel feel sorry. I hate to hear that she passed away. My yeah, friend, it's so sad, isn't it? Yes, sir. So, uh, Sir Gary. Yes, sir. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yes, sir. When is the last time you've uh, you've given a Valentine's Day gift? Maybe about sixteen years old. Yeah, who'd you give it to? Some girl in my class. What'd you give her? Just gave her some candy. What'd she say? You just said thank you and happy Valentine's Day. You didn't get to go out with her after that? Get a kiss? No, sir. You didn't get a kiss on the cheek? Nothing? No, sir. Oh, Sir Gary. Where are you going to be this weekend? I'll be at the New Hope Property Baptist Church on Miller and Dillard Street, Winter Garden. We're going to be Pastor. The church just passed Ace Hardware in Winter Garden. And they don't grind every Sunday from 12 to 1 and the public's invited. Yeah. Gary, will you be my Valentine? Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. That's beautiful. God bless you. Have a good evening. You Enjoy too, sir, Gary. Thank you. Oh, I had a little trouble there. Uh oh. Is it? Is he gone? The rotary phone's a little hard to figure out. There's <laughs> <laughs> Sir Gary for you. All right, Valentine's Day next week. Anybody ever have a successful Valentine's Day? I think I've uh, never had one that's gone well, or I've even gotten laid on. I haven't had a successful Valentine's Day since elementary school. You haven't had a successful school. date. I said day, not date. I know. Hey, Daddy, date. went out with that cow last time we was here. <laughs> that went well. Oh, yeah. Well, she was 4'11". Cool. No, no, no. Amanda. Oh, yeah. Oh I, didn't go, oh, I didn't go on a date with her. I could barely look at her. <laughs> well, it was hard not to look at her, but I found a way. Tommy, you seem like yeah, you do well with the ladies. Do you do anything for Valentine's Day? No, I used to do terrible with them. And uh, my best Valentine's Day was last year where I actually got a decent present, but, you know, nothing. It wasn't really anything out of the ordinary. It was just sort of a normal day. But usually in high school, they would usually go, like, my friend would come over, and then a girl would call and say, hey, can I speak to, my, my friend's name was Arturo. He goes, can I speak to Arturo? Uh, I want to wish him happy Valentine's Day. Oh. And uh, not even, hey, happy Valentine's Day to you, Tommy. Just straight to my friend. And then uh, about an hour later, another girl calls, hey, Tommy, uh, as Arturo there, I want to wish him a happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and then he leaves, and then my uh, other best friend came over later on, and then his girlfriend calls and says, yeah, can I speak to Chris, because I want to wish him a happy the Valentine's wo- Day. <laughs> the woman issues are just coming more clear and more clear with every show we do. <laughs> 
I don't know what you're talking about. Four. Stupid whores. They only think of themselves. 407-916-1041-888. alone with wow. 55 cats, you fat whore cow. <laughs> they don't deserve us. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Gason, you're in the hideout. Hey. What's up, Gason? Jacob, mm-hmm. I was wanting you to be my Valentine. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, you can come over and have a beer with me and everything. Yeah. Do, do you want to do that, big boy? No. I hate that caller. <laughs> Why? I, I, was, I was waiting for something more. Yeah. yeah I, just you, have a beer? That's every call. You just wait for something more, and then nothing just... It's just... It's like you throw a football, and it's almost going to reach the guy in the end zone, and then it just falls about 10 yards short, and he's just standing there waiting. I'm sitting here looking at the top 11 uh, sensual Valentine's Day ideas. Uh, none of them look good. None of them look like anything that would be fun, even for a woman. Uh, there's one. Uh, number 11 is uh, sexually shaped chocolates, which I know you can get out the Premier Adult Factory outlet. They had them shaped like and, and colored like different parts of a woman and different parts of a man. I can't imagine actually eating it. I, they, they say it's good, but actually sitting there, looking at it, and is popping it in your mouth would kind of be disturbing. Is it cherry-filled? or Like you, like you cut up a midget, and you're just having, <laughs> having a treat for yourself. Well, that would be a good Valentine's Day, then. They're filled with candy. <laughs> you know that, right? Like a pinata. Caramels. <laughs> now, number 10. I think... <laughs> <laughs> Number 10, I think, would completely turn any girl off. And uh, hurt you. Dip your junk in chocolate. What like, the hell? Like a fondue or something. Like a melting pot? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> it, it would seem, it, it seemed like something you have to do very carefully. Maybe even with that cold uh, chocolate that hards. like uh, Magic shell. Yeah. That's the only way I think you can get away with it. And I don't think that would even... Because then you got to put it in the freezer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yes, yeah, you may have to cool it first. What the hell? It being you. Yeah, it. Uh, What's the point? Bobby in Orlando, what do you got? Yeah, I heard you were free this Valentine's Day, J Dubs. I want to be your big teddy bear. <laughs> What's with the dudes wanting to uh, <laughs> be my Valentine? It's the same guy. Bastard. Same terrible joke. <laughs> but if when the chocolate hardens. Wouldn't you have to, like, bite it off? Or even if... Yeah, get, that's the point, Matt. Yeah, but that would hurt if she bites too hard. Yes! Even Obvious! If, even if you get, like, the liquid stuff, it, it looks like you just had an accident. You know, it doesn't... <laughs> there's nothing rewarding about that at all. Or you were cheating on her, and, and that was... Ooh. Ooh. Or say you don't even do chocolate. Say you do... uh caramel or butterscotch then it looks like you just got some kind of freaky disease or strawberry what if she's a fat cow yeah strawberry looks like you just got bumps oh real bad oh number nine buy her disposable lingerie why well you don't need it after you kill her uh (laughs) a use a feather (laughs) for what to tickle her i guess some girls are into tickling it's a cheap one why don't you just use a razor it's just as fun. It it's just, just as good. much, yeah. Uh, seven tire up. I think that one's actually a good one. Uh, you can use that with the razor. Six blindfolder. Matt, perfect one for you. Yeah. <laughs> she can still feel. Push it out in the middle of the street. She can still feel the heat coming off him like he's a microwave. <laughs> Have you ever sat, accidentally like reached for over For some him? reason, whenever you walk by him with a cell phone, it just starts cracking. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody with pacemakers can come near me. <laughs> He, he emits a lot of heat sometimes. 
Uh, this one wouldn't work that well for you, uh, Matt. Feeder. It's oh. taking food away from me, and I don't need that. Chicken wings sitting around your apartment. <laughs> I've never seen the edible paint, but I can't think that it would actually be good. Probably tastes like latex. It stains. Does it stain? Yeah. Ugh. What have you used it for? Well, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, but like, uh, what was the, what was the occasion? I think it was a Christmas present. And so you guys just ended up using it and yeah, seeing how and, that worked out for you. Yeah, and you know Did what? It's like it was like pudding. It wasn't even like real paint. Is anyone else disgusted knowing that Jimmy D had this edible paint on him? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it on you or on her? No, it wasn't on me. It was on her. You eating it? <laughs> just anywhere near it? It's just <laughs> disgusting to me. No offense, you're probably wearing your sunglasses. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was I wearing the sunglasses? I'm sure you were. You don't go anywhere without them. No. You know, probably unshaven, like you are every day. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless so phone. Proud of himself. Is he making fun of my facial hair? I know. <laughs> well, he's patchy everywhere. I mean, he whatever, Baldy. <laughs> I, I, I have no shame with being bald. You're the one that's got the problem with it. Number no, three. I have a full head of hair. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, you aren't far away from losing all of it. I don't know what you're talking about. Number three, tasty oils. Everything has to do with eating for some reason. I what? like it. At write this list. Number two, a warm bath. Wow, that's special and yeah. out of the ordinary. <laughs> Usually I just throw in and ice water. Yeah, and that would be a perfect here. A warm bath in a smelly tub. And the number one thing to do for uh, women on Valentine's Day, uh, pedals on the bed. What? You have to clean up afterwards. Worst list ever. What's wrong with the pedals on the bed? Puddles. Pedal. Not puddles. Pedals. I said pedal. <laughs> I don't want to know what you do with uh, plastic sheeting and puddles on your bed. Do you think that there's any guy, any at all, that take this day seriously? I mean... I don't know one guy that likes it, but chicks, you got to get the right thing. I don't understand their obsession with this one day. It's a difficult thing to do because a lot of them are always dieting, so chocolate's out of the question right away. Flowers are too cliche. cliche. And clothing, you have to be so careful with it because they are, are always having to uh, do some kind of diet and they're having some kind of issues with, uh, with what if you get the wrong size yeah. or whatever's going on. And you don't it, you buy them the wrong kind of lingerie, then they think you're a weirdo because you think this is sexy. Well, am I a slut to you? It's like no, I just yes. think it would look good to it in it. You you got to find that stupid like that gift that means a lot to her. You know, that's like a little clever idea. I think those are the ones they appreciate the most. Like, like what you have to I, like something that you guys like a like say you went to the carnival or something like and you actually listened to her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's bare cotton candy. You gotta remember, like you gotta remember. I really like elephant ears. A dead goldfish. <laughs> hey, I brought the free comb. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. I brought the guy that you know bites the head off the chicken. Hey, you like it? That's what I meant by freak. All right, we have El Jefe checking in from Patty McGee's. Patty McGee's over on Aloma Avenue, right behind the Mellow Mushroom. What's what's going on out there, man? Actually, I'm just listening to you guys laughing. Good stuff. Uh, broadcasting. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm drunk. What? Happened? Yeah. Dollar drafts, dollar shooters, watching the Mavericks, uh, listening to you guys. It's just perfect. I don't know. What do you, you want to stay out there? Do you want to uh, just uh, chill on out there and just keep on doing Collins? Uh, no, I want to come back in studio because I want to annoy you guys. You miss Matt us? Albert, the way Matt Albert annoyed me uh, talking nonstop when he came out the first time and the way he 
laid on the ground. And I'm just going to sit there. Dubs, you, you're going to stay in the big chair all night. That's fine. But I'm going to sit there and watch the Maverick game and uh, listen to you guys and chime in occasionally. But uh, for the next 30 minutes, though, it is uh, dollar drafts and dollar shooters at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar. Uh, prizes every 20 minutes. And um, just a fantastic time. They get SBK stopped out, Cabin Boy from the Shannon Burke Show, also out here right now, too. And the Heretics out here in full effect. I know Bizarro Jesus stopped by. Dubs, you know you have a guest at 930, right? Yes, I, I heard about that. Uh, Jeff from the Blue Room, owner of the Blue Room, is going to stop by. And apparently MTV's been uh, shooting a documentary on him. Really? And I don't know if MTV's going to come in studio or what exactly is going on. I'm going to try to make it back for that 9.30 interview, though, because I know it'll be classic. Yeah, we uh, we kind of had this interview with him off the air before, and it was a interesting conversation, to say the least. It was epic, uh, just to say that. So anyway, uh, but for those of you anywhere near Loma Avenue, Fairbanks, 436, uh, Patty McGee's Irish American Bar, it's um, 2083 Loma Avenue. It's right next to the FedEx Kinko's, the... Uh, Aloma Cinema, uh, Cinema Grill, uh, right behind the Mellow mm-hmm. Mushroom and the, uh, and the, and the Baskin Robbins, Matt. But, um, all you guys come out, hang out for the next 30 minutes, grab yourself a dollar beer, dollar shooter, and, uh, you know, we'll, uh, also see you tomorrow night at, uh, premiere. Sounds like a blast, man. Have fun. Do I sound drunk? A little. You sound, you sound a little, uh, tipsy. Here's the thing. Have I'm a few, not gonna lie to you. You, you don't want to sober up before you get here, though, so have a few more. And, uh, oh, oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm going to buy like uh, $5 worth of the uh, dollar drafts mm-hmm. and slam those while watching the Mavericks and listening to you guys and uh, just uh, show up there just completely ass-faced. Nice. I can't wait. And by the way, Dubs, there my own management says, dude, you sound fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. I'm telling you. I'm glad now, to hear it from someone. Here's the thing. I'm worried. Like all of a sudden I'm not needed. Should be. So, I'm not. I'm not saying anything, but should be. Fine. Have fun out there, man. Talk to you later, bro. They need him for the quota. It's all right. Yeah. Eoe. You know who's birthday? Katie. Oh, sorry. I'm Hold saying, on, Katie. You know whose birthday it is this weekend? Who? Triple R Russ Rollins. Really? Yeah, his birthday's on Saturday. Well, it should be a good time. We're gonna take a break in a minute, but let's talk to Katie real quick. Katie in Orlando. What do you got? Uh, you just. If you're going to use the whole edible thing on mm-hmm. certain bodies... For, uh, for Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. You have to be very, very careful what you do. Why? Um, because I had a girlfriend that... I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> just a friend. Mm-hmm. That in, uh, we worked at TCBY, and she brought home the caramel and put it on her boyfriend. Yeah. And it wouldn't come off. Well, it's caramel. <laughs> if you have any hair at all, that stuff's not coming off at all. <laughs> It, yeah, it might work if you were completely clean shaven, but that's a whole nother story. Same with honey. Honey crystallizes if you have it on for too long, so just word it of caution. Like, it seems like it would cause an infection or a rash or something. It doesn't right? seem like the most natural thing in the world. No. Thank, thanks for the call, Katie. The caramel. Bye. Right, later. One more call real quick. Brian in Melbourne, what do you got? Hey, Jacob. Mm-hmm. God. <clears throat> Uh, I've heard your promo a few times about how uh, Zig Ziglar stole your catchphrase. Yes, he did. Well, you'll never guess what I heard on 102.7 today. What? There's now a country song that's titled Be Somebody. Who? Uh, who's it by? You know, honest to God, I didn't mm. catch it. The DJ didn't say it. I All of a sudden, I heard the tagline. I, was, I started to tune in after that because I don't really like country music all that much. Mm-hmm. And I tried listening for it, and he wouldn't say. So I'm going to try... Uh, 
listen tomorrow and see if I can find it for you. Keep your ears open on that. Will do, man. All right, thanks a lot, man. All right, let's take a break. It's Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. Let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, we have some songs that we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, we've been sitting on about five or six of these for the past week, and we got a couple of new ones today. So let's blow some of those out. Some uh, interesting songs by interesting people, including the new Hammer, which will be fun. It's Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 407 916 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. We are running way way behind, so we're gonna we're gonna bang this uh, break out real quick. Uh, go to uh, Heretics, uh, actually HideoutHeretics.net. They have all the information on how to get to the Premier Adult Factory Outlet tomorrow. Uh, they have the directions and everything you need if you need uh, to find out how to get out the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. Go to hideoutheretics.net and also sign up for the message board, become a member, and that's your first step into becoming a heretic. Uh, MC Hammer, <laughs> he's on a comeback. He, yeah. uh, he did it one time where he tried to come back with the two. I guess the, the two legit really wasn't uh, comeback time. It was almost a, all right, let's try to keep this thing going. Yeah. But uh along with the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Just keep oh, that oh, big ball rolling. That. I, I love that song. I hated that I song. I love that song. Do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the Adams family. Go, go. I'm sorry that I know that. that. <laughs> huh? Didn't tag team do that? No. If I had a gun, I'd shoot both of you right now. <laughs> Let's listen to uh, a little bit of the new Hammer. What's the song called? Uh can't remember. It's a new hammer, that's all I know. I guess it's all I know. It's called crap. It doesn't sound like Hammer. The track is pretty badass, though. You like the beat? You, you bumping, white boy? Uh, pretty, pretty good stuff. He's trying to be thugged out, too. The, the video is online as well, and he's just hes dressing completely different. Yeah. He's trying to, trying to make himself cool again. Here's the hook. Look, but don't listen. That's what I said. <laughs> He's trying to be little John. All right. Okay. We uh, we have to catch up on a break. So 407-916-1041, 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. We'll pick it up from the hook uh, when we come back. And uh, we also got new stuff from from uh, Nicole Ritchie. She has a new song out there. As well as Right Said Fred, also another guy from the 90s making a comeback. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. We'll get back into the hammer. Also, uh, Sir Mixalot's song, Baby Got Back. There's a remake been done for the Christians, Baby Got Bible. Or Baby Got Book, yeah. actually. Baby Got Book. So we'll take a listen to that too. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. This is the new hammer that's out there. I'm, I'm going to just call it look. 
Yeah. I think that Get is onto the floor called. or look or something. I think I'm it's not, just look. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's probably it. I don't think he's uh, he's going to catch anything with this one. I don't think this one's going to really break it. Remember when he uh, tried to do that September 11th song? At- no. Oh, God, it was horrible. He had, like, senators and congressmen in the back. Where he was in, a like, a mink coat on, like, the Capitol building steps. It was horrible. He's just itching to get back into the fame. He tries everything. Poor Stanley. You think he's trying to get back in the fame, or he's just trying to make a couple bucks? Because he's got real bad money problems, doesn't he? Yeah, I think that's part of it, is uh, the money problems. Jacob in uh, Popco, what do you got? Hey, what's up? I just wanted to comment on the Hammer song. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm driving down the street, and I've got a custom car that's got this huge system in it. Yeah. And as soon as you put that song on, oh my God, that thing has some bass in it. So it, it, it bumps, at least. I couldn't believe it. I've never been a Hammer fan, but that thing was just like, wow, good, solid, deep note. It was crazy. Well, at least they'll get the bass heads running out on it. Yeah, I can see the meters over here. They're just banging into the red. And, it's and it loud. doesn't even sound that loud, yeah. It's not loud at all. But whoever has bass in their car, I guess, is uh, feeling it. Me? Feeling the uh, the Hammer reaching through. <laughs> grabbing them by their neck. Smack them across the face with their new beat. Don't hurt them, Hammer. <laughs> I can't take any more hammers. Turn that off. <laughs> Come on. Oh. All right, that's the new hammer. <laughs> Don't say it with such joy. <laughs> it really is. It's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, I think. <laughs> I, like, the first time I heard it, I'm like, yeah, that's not bad for hammer, but listening to it for a second time, no. It's, <laughs> it, it, if I walked into a club, I'd walk right out. <laughs> I wouldn't even ask for my money back. I'd say, hey, you're playing Hammer. I can respect that, but uh, I can't be a part of it. I can't I can't be seen on the dance floor with Hammer going on. I got a reputation to keep. Nicole Richie also has a new one. <clears throat> I guess it's called Dandelion. Is this about her ex-boyfriend? About him? I think it's about DJ AM or whatever his uh, I was, name was. It just doesn't make sense. It's one of those songs that uses weird words. and, and I, I think uh, that's the story I heard about it. it, it you, actually, you can go on to uh, hideoutheretics.net. They have uh, the download of this song posted on there. So go there, sign up, and uh, download this song. Nicole Richie's new one, Dandelion. <laughs> I've heard this, uh, like that opening before. It sounds like something before. I think it's just generic. Yeah, they all yeah. sound the same. Dust in the Wind? Maybe. There's a little Dust in the Wind in there. She doesn't have as bad of a voice as I thought she would. Not great. But. Yeah, that is surprising. Get away from me! What's he playing that for? I thought that was her saying. Oh, what a... Oh. Who the hell does 
describes a dude as a dandelion. It's a metaphor. No. It's a terrible metaphor. I thought he was a flower, but he's a weed. Do you think this one's better than the uh, whole, uh, Paris Hilton? I would say better than Paris. I like Paris' beat better. Yeah, but th- this isn't made for a club. That was more of a club song. And she's got Lionel Richie probably behind her. I mean, some of these lyrics are probably Lionel's. I'm sure Dad's been behind her more than one time. <laughs> oh, that Jerry. Do you girl. like ac- this actually? Nah, not until I heard the hook. And then what's this? Paris Hilton. Paris, Paris Hilton. Hilton one. All right. Greatest song of all time. Oh, you like this, Matt? You know the beat, the techno beat's good. Anti Matt, you're in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Dude, I would rather be Matt Albert's best friend and hear that crap again. What one? <laughs> Both of them. Dude. Matt. Yeah. You want to go hang out, man? Because uh, that's it. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> Let's go do something. Let's go bowling. You know what this sounds like? This beat she asked for this? <laughs> the Queer Eye theme. Yeah. Yeah. They're all ripping off stuff. Tiny, you're in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Man, dog, it sounds like Hammer's taking over. I'm not going back to Hammer. I can't do it. I really can't take the conversation back talk, that way. Who wants to talk about Hammer? Who doesn't want to talk about Hammer? Me. Since 92. Yeah, this song's like a five-minute song. The Dandelion? Yes. <sighs> I mean, that, it just doesn't sound... There's just nothing that uh, makes it catchy if you saw the chorus. I'll tell you, it's the best one I've heard so far between her, uh, Paris Hilton, and Hammer. Hey. i definitely put this one in my iPod first. He's too legit to quit. Don't talk about Hammer like that. Now, this is my crown jewel. I've actually listened to this one. Actually, there's two by him, but we'll play the, the best one. Uh, right said Fred. It's them, isn't it? Yeah, them, him. I, I thought it was just him. I thought, I thought it was just him with a, a no, beat machine, basically. Brothers. It's brothers. Really? Yeah. They just look alike. Brothers. They're not queer? No. They owned a gym together. <laughs> well, they're queer. <laughs> in England. Right said... Actually, this uh, this uh, CD has only been released in England. Uh, right said Fred hasn't made it over to the States yet, but they're hoping it will. Uh, My Car is uh, is the single that they're pumping right now. How dare they hold that gold over in Europe? Bring it over here. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. What is that from? Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. In the desert level. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 to be more precise. You can also play as Miles or Knuckles. Nice. Always like Miles. Complex. No. The lyrics. Them 15 years to come up with this. Yeah, this is what they've been waiting for. They're like, you know what? We weren't going to come back, but my car popped into my head, and I just had to bring it to everybody. 
I can't keep this uh, gold to myself. It's like they're Boston waiting every <laughs> 10 years to <laughs> pop out a record. Do you think they really thought of it as gold, or they released it, and they're just like, this song sucks, but we're going to release it anyway? Uh, no one could think this is good. It's awesome. Uh, I'm singing about a car? Yeah, his car. Not only, not any car. He wouldn't sing by, about anybody's uh, regular Ham and Egger car. What kind of car do you think he's got? One of them gay little Mini Coopers or something? The English cars? That car, it's only got one wheel in the front. A little awkward, like him. <laughs> yeah. Sexually awkward. <laughs> that car you can get in Prague when you trade your jeans for it. You can grab my ears in my car. We're still holding on to one song. Baby Got Book, the uh, the Baby Got Back uh, Christian version. Maybe we'll come back with that and just uh, hang on to it for a couple minutes and talk about it. And then we'll get into the door prize blowout where we have Matt Albert doing You Can't Win. But up next, uh, we'll play Baby Got Book. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Can't touch this. Line up the phones for the uh, door prize blowout. Hideout door prize blowout going on. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, Matt Albert's game, you can't win. Make sure you line it up. Uh, try to win some prizes here. We've got a lot left over. So, if you, I'll tell you what. If you can even get close to the answer, we'll give you a prize. Get close. Get close. Close, <laughs> close to the pen. <laughs> they ain't getting close. All right, we'll give it a try. But before that, while everybody lines up and uh, gets on the line for the door prize blowout, 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Let's play uh, the uh, the new song uh, that uh, some Christian guy put out, I guess. That Baby Got Book, a uh, Baby Got Back kind of remake for the Christians, for the, for the Christian folk. For the good people. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And there's a video Daddy, online of this, too. Look at her Bible. It is so huge. She looks like one of those preacher guys' girlfriends. But who understands those preacher guys anyway? They only talk to her because she looks like Mother Teresa. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but look at it. It's just huge. My problem with the, the Christian group, they're always 15 years behind. Yeah. Dave. Hey. What's up, man? How's it going, J-Dubs? 
right, just listening to Baby Got Booked. I'm a little worried about Hefe. What's up? On his drive over, you know, he's a little drunk. Mm-hmm. We need to check his face to see how he's doing. You know, make sure he's awake and sober enough to make a safe ride over to the studio there. We'll do that definitely when he gets back. Make sure, uh, make sure that. Uh, well, maybe, maybe we can do it with Gibbs uh, since he needs to be punished. Why don't you do that? Why don't you check his face, uh, uh, Tommy? I missed that one. Hold on a second. <laughs> I think he, I'm not hitting that flush. Stand still for a second. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. I'll call a little later, too, and we'll uh, check on him again. All right. Why did Nightmare Day... Why? Shut up. Baby got books on. Have some respect. And it's torn, and I know that girls were born. So, ladies, yeah. ladies, yeah. you can want to save people from Hades, yeah. then read it till the pages fall out. Even white preachers got a shout. <laughs> Baby got tilts and chain with the big red. That was getting racial. <laughs> yeah. Saying all black preachers are all crazy. <laughs> Jumping around. Alright, let's see the uh, door prize blowout. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It looks like there's only uh, one line open, so you're going to have to jump in real quick. Ladies first in the hideout for the door prize blowout. Heather. Heather, are you ready to play? Yes, I am. Alright, uh, here's your first, uh, uh, only question. One and done on the door prize blowout with Matt Albert. Hello, Heather. You sound a little older, so this might be in your, you know, age range. Name the grandson. How old are you? 25. Oh, you sound 50. (laughs) But anyway, name the grandson of Balban and Nasir Udin, who later became Sultan of Delhi. Uh, Do you have the You Can't Win uh, answer? No, I don't know it. You can't win, you old hag. It's Moise Udin Kukabad. Duh. Seems like a pretty easy one. Didn't you go to high school? God. Enough of the softballs, huh? That was Indian history, if you just went through that. <laughs> All right, so I move on to Donna. That's dot Indian. <laughs> Donna, are you ready to play You Can't Win? Uh, sure. All right, Donna, here's your question. All right, Donna, give me the trinomial name of the Honshu wolf and the year it was declared extinct. Tick tock uh, goes the clock. That would be and. Mhm. And uh, what what else is your wrong answer? I have no idea. Hmm? <laughs> hmm? Huh? 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 You girl hole. Um, you're wrong, and you can't win. It's Canis Lupus Hadophilus, 1905. That was the year's declared extinct. You seem a little angry there, Matt Albert. No, I just don't like women. Chris and Orlando, you ready to play the uh, door prize blowout? You can't yeah. win. Yep, yeah, go ahead. All right, here's your question. Give me the 1927 musical hit by Bix Biderbeck. Bix Biderbeck. Bix Biderbeck. Oh, that's James Douche. Was that that's his joke? answer. That's uh, his answer. Uh, uh, you're wrong, and you can't win. And also, the real answer is, I'm coming, Virginia. Joe in Orlando. Virginia. Are you uh, ready to play the door prize blowout? You can't win? Yeah. Let's try it out, man. All right. Okay. Try to get one you can pronounce, Matt. All right. Oh, this is an American one. All when right. Zachary Taylor, the president of the United States, died, this vice president stepped up to fill his position. Oh, my God. I actually know this. Do you? That would be Garfield, sir. And you'd be wrong, you jackass. Don't say things with confidence when you know you're just guessing. It's Millard Fillmore, the greatest of our vice presidential presidents. And you can't win. 
I. Uh, you actually knew that one, Tommy? I. I. I know. I thought I knew it, but I mean, I couldn't actually say the name. Good old tip of canoe. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I uh, I knew there's that. another Joe in Orlando that wants to play. He's Joe, Orange, you ready? Orange County, no. Virginia, though. You average Joe. <laughs> but anyway. Die. <laughs> <laughs> In the movie Dog Day Afternoon, Al Pacino's character receives a call. When he answers it, he gives the call letters of what station in New York? <coughs> Matt Albert needs to go bungee jumping so he could go straight back up. No. You can't win. It's WNEW. I actually would have guessed that one. Well, that's the only one I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wins. James in Orlando, you ready to play the game? James, you there? Yeah. All right. Here's your uh, question for you can't win. Okay. James, Jimmy, JJ, who is the writer of the Family Guy episode that was not aired in the series original run because of its, because of its plot of Jewish stereotypes? Who's the writer? Uh, David Allen Coe. David what? Allen Coe, yes. Yeah, so. No, you can't win. Answer correctly. That's all I ask. It's Ricky Blit. All right, do you have one more question left? That was in the commentary of the DVD. Do you have another question left? I think, yes. All I right. have plenty. Last question of You Can't Win with Marty in Melbourne. Marty, you ready to try? Yeah, I got a few things from Matt there first, if okay. I can. Okay, go for it. Yeah, it's Dick's Beater, Bick. And uh, <laughs> he, wants oh. to, he wants to play me uh, a trivia without the answers of problem we'll play, but uh, go ahead. Wah, wah. <laughs> Go give him give him the question. Oh, I, this guy's all you know uppity and such. Name the city council president of Boise, Idaho, bitch. Huh? Oh, uh, I got the answer in front of me. I got the answer in front of me. How you like let, that? Let him try to answer. Punk. Let what? Ma- let Marty try- say it. Peekaboo Street. I want you to suck it. Who is it? It's Marianne Jordan. You ass. I hope you die, hope you crash into a wall, hope your family's in there, hope there's a van and it burns in hell. Can he win? He can't win, and his mother can't win, his father. I hope they all die in a crash with whores and strippers. I don't know what you're saying cocaine anymore. Cocaine and heroin. Hey, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> I know. What are you doing? It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next. Coming up next. next. On the Hideout. On the Hideout. Jeff from the Blue Room is here uh, to talk a little bit about uh, his final establishment and some of the stuff going on. Also, uh, we'll continue with more of The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. El Jefe is on his way back to the studios right now. Uh, and also we have Jeff from the Blue Room who's going to stop in to talk to us. Big fans of his uh, his bar and club that he has downtown. Uh, so go out there and check that out. But right now we have Chunks and the Fat Man Diary. Now as a public service, the Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. All right, Chunks, what sad st- story do we have today? Do not all, yeah. This one is kind of a Valentine's Day related one. Mm-hmm. Appears to be actually dated El Jefe's birthday, February 10th of 2000. So about five years ago. Yeah, about five years ago. All right. Six. Six years ago. Six, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm living a year behind. <laughs> is it? I guess it is. <laughs> the great voyage was today. I was all excited. I met this girl at Mason 
a little while back. Voyage? What were you listening to, Coolio, before you uh, <laughs> took this trip? Probably. Big fan of Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Harry> Log. <laughs> Data. <laughs> I saw this go. Reading s- Rainbow. <laughs> Take a look. It's down his pants. <laughs> Chunks is a mustache rainbow. <laughs> Read. We all. <laughs> Maybe you should watch that show more. I'm trying to. I wrote very sloppily and sloppily in 2000. Okay, that, go for it. Uh, the great voyage was that I was all excited. I met this girl at Mason a little while back. Mm-hmm. She was gorgeous and she was cool. I like to use cool a lot. Spell with a K. Yes, homo. I saw her parked outside. Of the cafeteria. She had a Mustang. Convertible. Unlike a mustache like your sister has. That's <laughs> all you have, the sister joke. <laughs> Wait. I couldn't miss this opportunity. <laughs> hey! I yell at her. That's a real man's car you're driving. You're gonna need a real man to keep you company. Like your sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got. You're not creative enough. You're dropping eggs all week. That's always my wit. My wit and great lines worked. Is she responded, "Hop on in." We drove to Shoney's. What? What is that? Hop on in. That's the girl. I'm imitating her voice. Hop on in. Is she wearing L.A. gears and have a pink Cadillac? British Knights. <laughs> We drove to Shoney's in Manassas, and I treated her to the buffet. She ate like a cow, but nonetheless still had a great physique. (laughs) We went out on a couple of dates after that and had a great time. And she broke the news to me. She'd have to move a little bit further away. Witness relocation? (laughs) After the rape of a date you took her on? Uh, No, come on. Well, one of those. Was was she impressed by the placard of your sister on the buffet? What? Just <laughs> most Thumb, two thumbs up. <laughs> Just uh, her belly. You're reaching now. Now you're reaching. Got a salad in her belly button. <laughs> Never mind. Just ignore that mumbling. All righty. We yeah. always do. I know. She ate like a, cause she told me that she had moved, had to move away a little bit further. I'm going to miss you, I said. But I won't forget you. Derek? No. <laughs> I decided I would surprise her. Today? Slight days before Valentine's Day. I sent her eleven roses. Long stem. Eleven? Yes. Why eleven? I was going to drive the last one to her house and give it to her in person. Mo. What? That's not Mo at all. You know, I think it hurts a lot more when you have to hit the drop yourself. <laughs> I think it's a lot. I, th- I think uh, that's a lot worse. I sent her 11 roses, and I was going to drive the last one to her house. I packed up my Explorer with some Gatorade and peanut butter and started on my quest. Did your sister grow him off her back? <laughs> Running a backhoe over that thing? 
The, the rose isn't yet. Yeah, no. That's what he needed to explore for to get over What the a hell world. is this thing even about? You're babbling over there. What are you talking about? It makes sense. Go for Something it. Something about a girl with L.A. gear. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not in the story. Where'd Jean-Luc Picard come from? That's what I want to know. None of, that, none of that is in this diary. And your sister's favorite buffet. She's Reading wearing, rainbow. She's wearing six and a half L.A. gears. <laughs> They're freshly laced. None of this has to do... Either hands and clapping. Do I even... Seriously, do I need to fit? We all know it's just going to go bad. And it's not going to go well. And everyone's going to get a good laugh. Really, when you say go bad, I realized that, you know... Not gonna go well. It's kind of a given. I'm running. I'm, run, I'm running out of bed music. King redundant. <laughs> you're running out of bed because you're so big now. That you stop working out again. That's the bed music. I know. I don't have go. Bed, you know. Why? Well, come no. on. She was wearing L.A. gear. She had her hair up in a ponytail. Go. Do you go, just want me to make something up now? Do you? Go, fatty. All right. I packed up my uh, explorer and I started on my quest. Her house was about 53 now minutes. Now you're on a quest. Well, yeah. Zelda? <laughs> Luckily, he brought his gear. His L.A. gear. <laughs> 53 minutes away on 95 South. Southbound. I guess Southbound that... of L.A. gear. <laughs> Is somebody vac... I... Yes. There's somebody vacuuming back there. It's the janitor. I'm all distracted now. I'm giving you guys my heart, and you're stepping on it. All right? Just read the damn story. I haven't heard a bit about it in five minutes. I guess I went the wrong way, and I ended up... <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> what? Now, what do you want, promotions guy? This is some guy that's bigger than you in that album. Like, I'm, I'm I'm talking on the on the radio. <laughs> Dang, the button is on. The delight delight is on. Just read, please. We're almost up on a break. It's not interesting now. It's, it's, it's not supposed to be interesting. My heart, man. Go. It's not supposed to be interesting. Then why are you reading it? Come on. I I know the guest is. You're killing the show. I'm trying to do the thing here. Say so you're vacuuming with your LA gear on. <laughs> All right, I was driving on 95... It doesn't even make sense now. Where's Lamar Burton? All right, I'm going to summarize it. I like this girl a lot. I sent her 11 rows. I was going to be classy for Valentine's Day and drive her the last one down. Yes. She lived 53 minutes away. I started heading on 95 South. Or so I thought. I guess and there goes the bed music. And that there goes Just that. Just keep on talking, please. I guess Look I went the wrong truck. way because of ADD. I ended up in Maryland about 300 miles uh, out of my way. Up north. I went north instead of south. I turned the car around and sped backward. Obviously a little too fast. What happened to your music? I don't know, man. It's dead. <laughs> Continue with the story before I knock you out. I'm trying to finish this thing right here. This would be a lot better with bed music. I turned the car around. <laughs> Obviously a little too fast. As a cop pulled me over. Mm -hmm. Why are you going so fast, he said. And I replied, sir, I am not driven by my foot, but by the weight of my love. Taking me to my girl. Stop now. The weight of your sister. See, I was just reaching for that one. I'm sorry. Are you drunk, boy? Please, sir. I need to get to my girl. Tough blank, he said. Gave me a ticket. Why do you say blank? Because you can't say the just, word that... I'm going to hurt you. I'm he asked me the question. I'm trying to answer it. I'm just going to speed through the, this the one. The fact that you thought it was a serious question. <laughs> it wasn't an... Go! But I swear I need to Christina, get... Christina, you're in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. my girl. Hi, 
yes. Um, mm-hmm. I was calling because during that game show, Matt Albert sounded like he had a lot of repressed anger. Yeah. And I have the perfect solution for it. it you hear nothing. the echo? She's calling from her veg. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it has nothing to do with tomorrow's show either. Mm. Um, I have a 21-year-old fat white virgin friend of mine. Yes. So, you want to hook them up? Absolutely. Can you bring her out to the uh, the event tomorrow? Oh. oh, unfortunately, I don't think she'll be able to make it tomorrow. She's speaking in third person. I will definitely try. I'm not talking about me. <laughs> sure. oh. I'm married. So, I can hear the um, jowls on the food. You. Yeah. All right. So uh, when will you be able to bring her up? Um, I will try to bring her up as soon as I can. I'll have to let you guys know a little bit more about that later. Uh, uh, sweet, sweetheart, what's your name? Christina. Christina. Christina, yeah. I'm trying to tell a story here. Can't you tell? And you're talking about your dad. This is rude of you. What did you just say about my wife? What the hell is this thing? Get away from me. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I don't know now. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Thank I didn't you. say Christi- nothing about your wife, Christina. Christina, are you wearing L.A. gear by any chance? <laughs> Christina, thank you for the call. <laughs> thank you. Bring up that fat chick. All right. The, music, the music's back on. Is it pointless, pointless to finish it now? Captain Spaulding, you're in the hideout. Right. Right. Do you know why they don't crucify Bin Laden? Why? why? He's protected by a piece of paper that is 220 years old. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that piece of paper is? What? Cruel and unusual punishment. What do you think about Chunks's uh, story? Uh, Keep up. What I liked was the yeah, guy pooping on the car. Yeah. But but you know what? That yeah. happened like five months ago. You know what? What? Huh? Uh, Chicken butt. Out of breath? Well, yeah, it's about it, chicken butt. Maybe this guy had some chicken before he did it, and it was greasy. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Coming up next. What were you saying, Chunks? I, I was just trying to... 407 uh, 916 and Star 104.1 on your Jeff from the Blue Room next in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1407916-1041-888-978-1041 Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. Jeff from the Blue Room is joining us in here. How you guys doing tonight? How's it going? And El Jefe is back. What's new? Are you drunk? Oh yeah. They made me do a shot right before I left Patty McGee's and uh, What kind of shot? Uh one of those uh hideout shooters for a dollar. Mm. All right, I sound drunk. I'm yeah. going to shut up. <laughs> no, don't shut up. <laughs> the, just the drunkest smile on your face right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm hanging out, listening to the hideout, watching the Mavericks. Jeff from the Blue Room is here. It's heaven. You what that, do you want from me? You have me? that Tuesday night look in your in your mm. face right now. That yeah. happy, the Tuesday yeah, night, the Blue Room look. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What do you want from me? You guys have a conversation. I'm going to uh, listen no, and watch because, the Mavericks. Because what we're talking about, you were a part of, too, when we were uh, out of the Blue Room. Uh, I want to hear more about Chunks and his fat man. What happened at the end? Oh, I we didn't get it. to the end of it? Now it's Turn it off. <laughs> I can't handle you right now. I really can't. I, he came in here and told us the end of the story, and we didn't care. No one was listening to him. Uh, we were all concerned with getting we Jeff uh, seated. I didn't know what... There was a story or anything. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, thank God I was gone for that. That's a heartbreaking... Shut up. My life. Shut Can, up. I want you to talk to Dan and Catherine... Get us a 15-minute dump for your segments. 
so we can use that anytime we need. Anytime when you start talking, it won't shut up. We just use that dump button. What's that? Just like that, uh, what is it, the eternal... Um, Sunshine? Yeah, the spotless like, mind? Yeah, the spotless mind, just that. We just go in somewhere. Uh, for or we have that. We have the. We need to attach something to people's radios, like they had in Men in Black, where we just press a button and it flashes and uh, it's a little red their, light. Yeah. Just look into the red light and you'll forget the Fat Man Diary. <laughs> and yet that son of a bitch somehow wanted to put that on the podcasting like it was any good. <laughs> you ass. I would cuss right now, but I'm not that drunk. Go yes, you are. Go Mavericks. We have a bottle of that tequila in the car. I'll be right back. We'll, All right, go, we'll, go we'll, get, we'll definitely get you there. Get that Jeff in the blue room. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, all right, what's going on, Dubs? You're uh, you're in control. Uh, lead no, me. No, I haven't. I haven't been in control since seven o'clock. I've really lost it. <laughs> You've done good. It's been fun. I think done well. Yeah, I was just shut saying, it. It's well. Uh, Jeff from the Blue Room is here. Dubs, you want to lead the interview? You, you can. Uh, you can lead the interview. You. Uh, you were more uh, coherent during this. Uh, during this talk, I had a few drinks out of the Blue Room when we were out there and talking to Jeff. He's okay. actually in the same condition when we talked the first time. Yeah. So, yeah. So the memory, the recall should be perfect. Yeah. This is me every night. Yeah, that's uh, great, right? I usually hide it a lot better. Nah, you look great. Okay. Uh, Bizarro Jesus is also here, our buddy, hideout heretic. And from what I understand, you were in. You've been followed around by MTV, right? What are they following you about? They came in to do a pilot. Uh, first of all, a pilot for a new show called My Town. And we got to talking some of the same conversations that you and I have had over time. And uh, then they started following me around. And they're interested in kind of my my diatribe, my monologue, my disgust. Uh, my uh, And my, that diatribe monologue, I mean, when we heard it, we're like, this is perfect. This is this is great stuff. This is uh, he's riding the head on a lot of issues, and uh, a lot of it's very funny too. Like how you, how you express yourself is very uh, passionate and it's very entertaining. I don't know about funny, but it's very entertaining. It's very. Uh, right. First of all, let's talk about the Blue Room because the cool thing about the Blue Room, of course, we know about Tuesday nights. Uh, Tuesday nights out, some of the Fatal Fetish girls are out there. Right. Dad, those girls. But you do different nights. Every night's almost something different out there. Every night at the Blue Room, and because of that, you've seen a lot of various... Um, Just different situations for different groups of people. Exactly. And that's the whole thing. With the Blue Room, when I took it over, I took it over about 13 months ago, and my goal was strictly diversity. Mm -hmm. I think it's... Um, I mean, we look at it as you know, really a place for anybody, and we run everything from live goth bands on Sunday down to... Fatal fetish, as you mentioned, having wax dripped on your back and maybe getting whipped in the process, right down to Saturday, which is uh, definitely one of the premier Hispanic reggaeton nights. Monday, Martini Mondays is an icon in town. It's been around for years, and that's basically hip-hop. Uh, Friday, hip-hop. Thursday tonight is more bachata, more on the Hispanic side. Uh, a little for every, every yeah. and everyone is welcome at the Blue Room, and, and which really... The reason why we decided to, I decided to go in that direction is, and my wife and I are the sole owners, is uh, really based on what's going on in this town. And and that's kind of where the conversation with you guys had begun. It, it's gotten to the point where, I mean, I can't do this alone. I mean, we have mm -hmm. to start recognizing what this community is made of. And this is not a, let's use the word, white community entirely. Uh, there's um, There's a lot of diversity out there, and there's a lot to be learned. And what I'm finding in the conversation you and I have had is probably the this, this stupidity of prejudice, which is holding us back. Uh, 
holding us, what is really now the minority back, from getting the culture, from getting the understanding. There's a lot of great people out there, man. And mm -hmm. we start eliminating these people based on the fact that they like to get whipped on Tuesdays down to the fact that they enjoy 50 Cent or they want to you know, sit back with some good old-fashioned Spanish music. My gosh. And, uh, do you see that there is a difference, uh, just the way people are treated on the streets, a difference between people who are digging the whipping as opposed to the people that are digging the reggaeton or digging, you know, hip hop on Friday and Monday nights. But definitely, I, you know, this community. I've been here for ten years, and I've watched mm -hmm. this community change um, rather rapidly at this point. Different in treatment. Let me. I'll put out front. I mean, I love the Orlando Police Department. I think they really do a rocking job. Uh, but with every, you know, large organization like that, you definitely have your rogue individuals. Racially profiling does it exist in this town? One hundred percent. It definitely exists in this town. I mean, I've witnessed things on a Monday night where a African-American gentleman, instead of having his girlfriend walking three blocks down to uh, having her walk to get the car, he'll tell her to wait in the club. He'll park out front for two seconds, and sure enough, bang, bang on the window. An officer came up. He said, I'm just waiting for my girlfriend. Within 15 seconds, that gentleman was out of the car, tased and in cuffs. Wow. Uh, that is wrong. I mean, that is plainly wrong. Would that happen? Can I say that would happen to me? You know, 43-year-old Jewish white boy from New Jersey? Uh, Most likely not. I'll wager. I'll wager on that. I'm going to guess no. And, and, that would pro and that's sad. And that's a sad statement on a community that right now is, if you add up Hispanic, African-American, Asian, you're looking at a 50-50 mix to white people in this town. We better wake up. Uh, it's the population of the what we call the minority, which I call the majority minority, is growing so rapidly, and if we're just going to sit back on our white laurels with this thing, we're crazy. Uh, you're, so, it, it's insanity. So do you, do you feel like this town is basically geared white right now, and it's uh, they, they aren't really um, taking into account for the uh, cultural shift that's going on in this town? I, I, although I'm not an expert, what I did tonight mm -hmm. is I went to Google and I put in Black History Month events Orlando. I came yeah. up with nothing. I, went, I put in Black History events for this month in Atlanta. I found 17 events going on just on one page. The Orlando Weekly. There's not one mention of Black History Month at all. Uh, the Sentinel. Uh, there was an article written in the Sentinel on uh, just recently uh, about uh, the ridiculousness, this was in the beginning of this month, of almost the obligatory actions that networks and some of these radio stations feel they have to do. It's not about Black History Month. It's about American history. These are Americans. These are people. And I... It's not those people. It's our people as Americans have every right to the. If you want to, what I'm going to give them 28 days, the shortest month of the year, and I'm going to recognize them for for 28 days. I have 365 mm -hmm. days of our citizens, my customers, coming in, hard earning, spending people, and all they want to do is get a one minute to five hour vacation on any given night of my club. Uh, Jeff from the Blue Room here in the Hideout on We're Radio 104.1. Um, so is that one of the, I, I remember when we talked uh, with you out at one of the Fatal Fetish Nights on Tuesday night, and you said that was one of the big deals is that people don't understand how on Friday nights, Monday nights hip-hop, Saturday nights reggaeton, people genuinely want to come out and escape from what's going on in their city in Orlando. Is that something that you see a lot as far as 
people coming into your place, uh, really trying to escape as far, you know, just things like that? Well, based on your condition right now and your inebriated state, I'm going to say it very cleanly. <laughs> people drink essentially for one reason. They're unhappy. Mm-hmm. Okay. To forget be, their fat? To yes. forget their fat. Forget their no. bald? To mm-hmm. forget they have bad eyebrows. To forget that their windshield <laughs> broke. Come forget, on! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say you? I, 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 it's just uh, I happen to be looking I'm at you. I'm working on talking it. about me. Yeah, I'm working know. on it. <laughs> Uh, one word, wax. Now the the um, it, and, and I say that lovingly. Now it, you know people go out because they need a break, man, and that's why we all do it. I'm the first one to admit it. You know, if I have a hard day. Nothing makes it. Yeah, let's take the edge off and let's go out. Mm-hmm. What well, the last thing we need is a hassle just because you're just looking for a break. I mean, you don't need to add insult to injury by this just because you're a little gothed out and you have a little bit too much white makeup on that you're going to get singled out on the street just because you don't look like. The normal people, if there's even such a word. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. We'll continue with this in just a second. We're up on a break. It's Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's Hideout Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe and now Jade. Uh, actually, now El Jefe and uh, J-Dub's hanging out here. Jefe? What's new? What's new? How you feeling? Uh, great. Are you sobering up at all? No, not at all. Just keep on getting uh, worse for you? It's uh, progressively getting over the top. Also, we have Jeff from the Blue Room, man. Kind of getting into it on what's going on here in Orlando. Uh, kind of the race relations of uh, what's uh, what's been going on. I'm his DD tonight. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't drive out to uh, Patty McGee's tonight, did you? Yep. And back 80 miles an hour. Fast and swervy. <laughs> making new friends. Just close one eye, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yellow lines, uh, <laughs> white lines, they're all just suggestions. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Jeff in the Blue Room here talking about race relations. And I right, now we talked about some of the different things that have gone on here, Jeff. Is it what is it that's causing this? Is it a, is it a matter of um, history and stereotypes and people being in fear, is or it, is it more of um, behavior on minorities' parts? What is it? You know, prejudice in general. I mean, everybody throws it around. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we get rid of it? I think it was Steve Martin who had something back in the 80s, and he did a thing. He said, how to become a millionaire first, get a million dollars. Okay, how do, you, how do you end prejudice? End it. All right, just end it. Just put it aside. If you don't discuss it, don't talk about it. Let's put away the whole, you know, everything associated with, as I mentioned, there's no need to single out a month out of the year just to celebrate you don't have to have the white pageant, the black pageant. Once we accept it, and that goes on all sides, once Hispanic people just put it down, once white people just put it down, that's the beginning. We could talk a good game. In this town, how did, why, is it, why is it still going on? Well, you got to think of the history of the town, mm-hmm. uh, where this town came from. I and mean, I know you guys are kind of new here. I mean, this was all Orange Grove-owned land, and ultimately it was sold, and a group of people ended up with a lot of money, and those were the nice Bible Belt people of this town. And they're the minority group that are pushing the cash through this town. The majority is not them. The power to change this government, if that's what's necessary, and I'm not saying that is, is well within the hands of the majority minority population. With what I mentioned before, 50% Hispanic, Asian, African American. Roughly 34% of all registered voters voted in the last presidential election mm-hmm. in this town. Let me tell you something. If you, if, Illegal or not, if the current mayor has to walk down to Paramore and Division and start having somebody collect votes um, for absentee ballots, 216 votes, trust me, that's smelling fear in the water. The problem clearly exists. If all that has to be done, vote, vote, 
vote, and you will get the candidate that you want that will assist you. I mean, Glenda Hood, who used to be mayor here, her solution to the homeless problem is let's paint blue boxes on the corner and mm-hmm. let everybody stand there. Gee, I remember that. Let's just put cages and locks in. And, and, you know, let's just call it what it is. It's insanity. Now, uh, do you think uh, most people are uh, not, don't really see the problem? Do you think they, uh, do you think that they see it but don't care? Or what, 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 what do you think the issue is? I, I, don't think they, I don't think they see it and don't care. I just don't think... I, I just don't think they know. I don't think they know what the possibilities that do mm-hmm. exist when you are so ingrained in a community that really should be celebrating diversity and celebrating differences amongst people. Yet, I mean, is it really, really there? I mean, how we can have a community like this, as I mentioned, and not even having anything recognizing the simplistic 28 days in February is far beyond anything. I mean, we have we have a commissioner. We have, um, you know, the uh, city commissioners. We have one essential uh, African American, uh, you know, Lionel Davis. Why? 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 There has to be changes. I mean, Buddy Dyer has been great in, in building things downtown. We have thousands of people will be living downtown who don't live there in their current condos. Mm-hmm. But no recognition of even city living. My, where are you going to go to get a gallon of milk if you're living in one of these high rises without jumping in your car and heading over to 7-Eleven? No supportive infrastructure, building, no recognition of affordable housing. Affordable housing, based on the HUD rules, is a, a, you can sell $189,000 houses affordable housing. Yeah. Not to me and Doug. There you, know, you go. You is know. that affordable? And, no. And you're going to look at the people at Paramore and Division. You're going to tell them, you know what, go get your affordable housing. Where? Where is that going to happen? Uh, you know, Glenda Hood gives away the Baldwin Parkland. That certainly would have been a nice place to put up a few thousand little thirty to $40,000 affordable areas and give the quote-unquote those people a place to have dignity, to live comfortably. But I, I'll tell you what, as soon as that I-4 expansion starts or, or 408 changes and eminent, eminent domain kicks in, you watch what happens to all those nice little houses out in front of the Citrus Bowl. Uh, Jeff in the Blue Room joining us here, here in the hideout, and we're Radio 104.1. Uh, 104. Um, right, so you own the Blue Room. Talk about uh, what it's like um, on Latin night, on hip-hop night, on martini night Mondays. And as far as, is that even so, like sort of a microcosm for maybe sometimes white people won't show up to what's considered a quote-unquote black night or Hispanic night at the bar? In the beginning, it was like that, and I made it a point with my promoters and myself to get the other people who, were, who weren't typically going to those nights involved. I would say on our, on our Saturday nights, which are big, I'm going to put it at 20, probably 20% white, probably 25 to 30% uh, African-American, and the rest is Hispanic. Uh, we are having African-Americans now showing up on uh, fetish night. And the one who was there the other night said, you know, this isn't really for me. I said, why that? And he goes, well, there are whips involved. And I, I never really put that together. But you know what? I mean, you know, put it aside. Um, on, uh, on, on the hip-hop night, it's very mixed. And yet, it's a microcosm, not of anything else more than this community. Mix it up. And what's ultimately happening, I'll tell you, people are meeting people that they have not normally come in contact with unless they came into the room and it really is nice we see one color at the blue room it's white and that's the color of the teeth of people that smile i, I thought it was gonna be blue <laughs> no that's what we see as or green or after, green money <laughs> after four or five shots of coffee patron we normally see like red or the floor coming out nice. very quickly yeah you know and that was one of the beautiful things whenever we ran at uh lester big hands for mm-hmm. the super bowl party we were sitting there watching the super bowl watching the robbery of the steelers of the Seahaw- seahawks and 
we were looking around and noticing that it was it was white, it was black, it was Latino, it was it was everything all getting together for a common bond. And what will it take? Because sometimes sports can do that for a community, you know, whether it being rallying behind the Predators or the Magic or anything else. I mean, what is the key to getting it to that next step? Is there one key? There uh, is. No, there is one key. It's very simple. It's so simple. Just stop. Just stop it. I, I, I mean, just stop applying. Somewhere in life, somebody did something that was really stupid. They were just being an ass. And then somebody along the way said, they weren't just an ass, they were a black ass. And there, and prejudice began. Okay, just cut it out. Stop applying labels. Let's look at people. And you know what? If they're an ass, let's call them out on it. How do you, how do you end it? There is a key. Just stop it. It, it. It's simple. You don't have to apply simple labeling. That's where ignorance absolutely meets stupidity. And that is where, that's, that's the speed bump we're hitting, man. I, it, it, it's just so unnecessary. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. A very drunk me, El Jefe. Um, celebrating the last two hours of my 27th year on Earth. I don't know where J-Dubs went, but uh, I guess I'll just go ahead and roll with it. I guess he's smoking, talking on the phone to his chick. Uh, Jeff in the Blue Room is here. Uh, also, too, of course, uh, Matt Albert, writer, and third Mike. And a few of the heretics oh. are here. Zeppelin, uh, Jake the Mechanic, Lester Big Hands. Uh, the diversity that we enjoy here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. And also joining us in here is uh, Jeff from the Blue Room. And we're talking about the racial issues that uh, seem to exist not only uh, throughout society, but also specifically here in Orlando. And here's the problem. Uh, that I think, um, specifically with the solution that Jeff gave earlier, as far as just stop. The biggest issue whenever it comes to racial division is that it's not even about racial division. It's in human nature, for some reason, to divide. Whether you are, let's say you're white, and you're living in a predominantly white country, and maybe someone has brown hair as opposed to red hair. Oh, those red hairs are crazy. Or whether you're black and it's in the community and it's uh, stereotyping between uh, darker skinned blacks and lighter skinned uh, blacks. And even in the Latino community where you think, hey, we should all be getting along. Here in Florida, you realize, you know, you got Cubans versus Puerto Ricans and both of them against Mexicans, you know. So it's just in human nature to... You know, divide yourself for some reason against others. Yeah, Matt Albert. I think we should just combine against the Mexicans. You know, just <laughs> that's not gonna help. What's that well, gonna do? But at least most of us will get along for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, one common enemy. You would say that after a Mexican took you in and house you. So I think it's bigger than just stop. And I think more than anything else, Jeff. And here's what I think it is. And it has a lot to do with places like the Blue Room where you go and it's about experiencing more than what you were used to. It's about, you know what? Okay, I like Skinner. I like NASCAR. That's my thing. That's what I do. But maybe, you know what? It's Friday night or it's Monday night. I'm going to go to the Blue Room and I'm going to check out Hip Hop Night. And I'm just going to see what's going on there. Or I'm black or I'm Latin. And I've heard the guys on the hideout talking about Fetish Night. I'm going to go see what those crazy white people do. 
and just getting out there and experiencing more than it what is yourself. Usually people like hate or are afraid of or whatever of stuff they don't know. And once you begin to know whatever it is, you tend to like it. Yeah, you, know, you don't know the uh, the fetish night, so you're kind of ugged up by it. You go there, have fun. You're like, oh, okay. And everything, people begin to, you know, get used to and uh, enjoy other cultures once they experience them. Totally agree. And let, me, let me go back to what you said on separation. I'm not saying that we should all just shuffle ourselves and, you know, and let's have, uh, you know, every household should have one Asian, one black, one Hispanic. Uh, I'm not suggesting division is fine. Acceptance is what I'm referring to. I think a lot of times we become so comfortable with the stereotypes that are applied that that's where it becomes strange. You mentioned you like NASCAR and Skinner. All right, a lot of people in this town, too, and too many of them I'm finding, well, look, if you like Skinner and NASCAR, then you certainly have an eight-foot souvenir rope in the trunk of your car, and you're looking for solid oak trees. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and, and it's not, you don't, you know, but you can still, you can still accept I mean, listen, a good day to me is just sitting on my back porch smoking a cigarette and listening to Pink Floyd, but that doesn't mean I'm looking, I'm scoring kilos every, you know, every two and a half minutes. You don't have to apply, you know, linear simplicity and stereotyping, but that's unfortunately what's happening too much in this community. I hear it in the club, man, that people in the club who come in, the majority minority come in, and they're saying things, we want to change, we want to change. And my comment is, well, what are you doing about it? You know, as my grandfather said, you know, you can either do something, you can do nothing. If you choose to do nothing, you give up your right to complain. And, and that's where people now have to either rise up, make a difference, or, you know what, stand down and accept things as they are. Destro, Destro in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hey, what's going on? What's up, bro? No, I'm just, not much. I'm just calling and agree with Hefe about the Blue Room thing. You know, I'm a black guy. And I went up there with him one time, and I, you know, I was kind of nervous at first, you know, because well, not necessarily nervous, but I was kind of, you know, didn't really know what to expect, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we went up there, and I had a, a real good time. They even fed me some uh, angel food cake right off of a sick <laughs> stomach, so it was great. <laughs> uh, thank you, Destro. When did you give me those kicks, man? Oh, you hung up on them. He said, "Thank you, Destro. I thought you were done with them." I want to know about my shoes. He's got them for me, Jordans. Um. And let's talk to uh, Lester Big Hands, who's here, who I was just talking about his party over at uh, his place on um, on Super Bowl Sunday. Now, Lester, you were in the Marines and the Army, and you saw, and one of the things that you and Zeppelin have talked about, a couple of the heretics have talked about being in the military, um, where is it something that the military does where it strips you of your individuality? Yes. And it makes you realize, all right, we're human beings more and so. We, we and count on each other. And we're it's partners. Only one color uh, in the um, in the Marine Corps, and um, that's green. You either light green or you dark green, but you're green. Right. And is that something that maybe society as a whole could take hold of, or? Yes, but until you have to really count on your next. Mm-hmm man to help you through something to accomplish a goal, a goal then I don't think a society is is going to go on board with that. And and, and the military, that, that's a great example. And, and I've always talked to, you know, the people around me, like, who do you want to, who would you choose to be in your foxhole? And, and, and as, as the population grows, the majority minority grows bigger and bigger, the, you're going to have less of a choice to start making color selection than you are going to be able to count on character. And that will be the beginning of change, much like in the military. You know what? If I need help, I'm not going to sit there and wait for the first white person to come walking in. True. Believe me, I'm going to go to the, to the best person around me, and I'm not, it's not going to be color-specific. It's the hideout. The it's good. Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Uh, Jeff from the Blue Room joining us in an open discussion about race. 
here on uh here in the hideout. Zeppelin, hideout heretic and former Marine or current Marine. One thing that I that I have found in working with whites, Mexicans, blacks, Arabs, every race there is, is that ignorance is presence in all walks of race. But the thing that has spoken I grew up I grew up in Central Florida, I grew up in mm-hmm. Longwood. It was Longwood Lake Mary High School. It was very it's either you're white or you're black. Uh, it was uh, two different spectrums, but I tell you what, when I went to go fight this vendetta of a war that I might not personally agree with, but it comes down to the, co- comes down to the fact that regardless of what color you are, what you believe in, what race you are, anything like that, every man bleeds the same color. Hey, Dubs, red, I, white, and blue. That's right. <laughs> just, just red. <laughs> and these colors will never run, or these stripes will never run, JW. Colors. I always, I always forget which one it is. I've always said this, and sadly, I mean, when we sit here and we talk about race, I fear that it's going to take an Independence Day scenario where aliens are coming down from another planet. Zombies. Or zombies. Zombies. Uh, you know, straight out of uh, Dawn of the Dead or Night of the Living Dead. Where all of a sudden human beings are like, wait a second, uh, we're fighting over the pigment of our skin, and uh, what are we doing? What, are we, what have we been doing for all these years? And it's going to take something stupid like that to actually make us realize, hey, wait a second, we're all on the same team. You think Bill Pullman's going to make it to president? Here's yes. The thing. If he could <laughs> I give, hope. If he, if he could give that speech... Uh, that he gave? I think Behringer would be better. Whatever. <laughs> I'll even, at this point, I'll go for uh, Gina Davis. Uh, over than what we got right now. Yeah, tranny. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. Dubs, I'm sobering up and I don't yeah. like it. Alright, here's what we're gonna do. Coming up next, finally we will solve all the race issues. In the world. And there are plenty of phone calls we have to get to at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Hideout. Jeff, Jeff from the Blue Room here in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'll have and J-Dubs hanging out with you. Jeff from the Blue Room. 407-916-1041, and Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. i just like to say one thing. Go Mavericks. Uh, beating the Heat by 30. That's what I'm talking about. 13 wins in a row, uh, NBA championship this year. Thank we're, you. we're talking about hate. Is it okay to hate drunk people? Or yeah, Maverick fans, either way. <laughs> either or. <laughs> Why would you? All right, that's it. That's the last straw. You're out. You're out of the hideout off campus housing for saying you hate Dirk. I love Dirk. All right, you're back in. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon, you're in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hey. Yo. Listen. Um, first off, I want to say that I agree with everything that you're saying, mm-hmm. and I had to kick a guy out of my office the other day who felt that it was okay for him to use the N-word in front of me. Okay. But in the same aspect, I would like to say, can we throw the gay issue in there? If we're going to talk hate, you know? No, I, and, and here's, the, here's the thing, too. It just seems like the gay th- the gay issue, like you said, Yeah. it's about... Maybe ten years behind, I guess, the rest of any movement. Yeah. And eventually, I think it's going to get caught up. Yeah, it's definitely going to catch up. And you see, even too, with movies like Brokeback Mountain, where it's such a big deal, but Brokeback Mountain is also breaking so many barriers for so many people that you know, at some point, it's going to be the thing where you know it's it's going to uh, end up. Um, 
not the norm, but at least more accepted than it is now. Jeff in the Blue Room. And, and the gay issue. Let's talk about the gay issue, though, if we want to call it that, specifically in Orlando. I mean, Phil Rampy has done an amazing job in doing some incredible things in Orlando, mm-hmm. rebuilding a whole section of town. That's been great. Our club, um, we have a very prominent uh, lesbian DJ who spins for us uh, more often than not. DJ Irene Pardo is, is terrific. Are you sure it's and, not not Hefe? And, <laughs> and then no, no, with a wig. And then also... Um, and we actually had a pretty large event called Fish Fest. That's with a P, P-H. And that was a uh, an organization, and, and 800 uh, homosexuals were in our club. And I'll tell you, they had a fantastic time. You know, Redecorated I, everything. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it, you know, what they did, and actually it was probably one of the more erotic than any Tuesday night could have ever been, and we all had a very, very nice time. So, I mean, it's, there is no issue. There is no issue. It's just a matter of acceptance. Just and that's the in. issue. The acceptance is the issue and, that's going on right now. And it's that's changed. And that's yeah. a, that's the big thing too. And we don't need to uh, mix the two. Acceptance isn't the same thing as tolerance. Just because I'm going to tolerate you mm. doesn't mean I'm going to accept you. And that's one. Uh, sometimes you'll hear people, "Well, I could tolerate gays or I could tolerate blacks." Just don't come up to me. Right. That's what they always say. But so, it's not the same thing as accept, accepting for who they are and who uh, what they've been through. Mm-hmm. And, and expand upon that. I mean, accepting. How simple would it be if everybody just said, for a thirty-day period of time, I'm just going to accept things as they are. I'm not tolerating. I'm just going to allow things to exist as they are, and you will meet the most wonderful gay, black, Mexican, Hispanic, Asian, dwarfed, you know, paraplegic. You're gonna I would meet, love to see all uh, that all in one person. Yeah, yeah. that would be my favorite. If they did, they'd be my doorman. <laughs> so, like a scavenger yeah. hunt. They'd also be prime here in yeah. the hideout. No, I'd, I'd expect there would be a bucket of gold behind them. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Be wonderful, wonderful. Whole rainbow shining <laughs> on them. Puerto Rican dude, Puerto Rican dude, you're in the hideout. What's up, guys? I wanted to comment on what Hefe said about the Puerto Ricans and the Cubans thing. Yeah. I think that Cubans and Mexicans suck, and Puerto Ricans are the best. I see. That's the problem. That's the that's what we're talking about right there. That's and I've talked about it before. Puerto Ricans have this belief that they are somehow the chosen Latins of America because they are American citizens. Cubans also, too, if they can get to America, are able to be American citizens. Mm-hmm. And they both look down on my people, Mexican-Americans, because when we get here, we get shot at. Yeah. So that's... That's the easy, easiest way to get here. They might be jealous of that. They gotta go through water. I talked about. We have, like, puddles of the Rio Grande that we have to go through. Got, like, uh... Need deep uh, water. And I've, you know, and I've said this before, too. Sometimes I wish communism upon Mexico just so that if my people get over here, you know, they would be accepted like, you know, like the Cubans are. Miles, Miles, you're in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hey, dude, I just called to uh, give a simplified, man, that when he was sitting there talking about light green, dark green Marines, that's a fact. You don't count on anybody except for who's in the hole with you, and you don't care if they're blue with pink polka dots. You just... Uh, you got to do what you got to do. I just want to tell it you. It seems that. like the the, the, uh, the Marines have it down pat pretty well. well. I mean, and not just Marines, but any of the servicemen really realize at that when you're at that point, you come to understand that you know these these barriers and these these artificial things that we make up to divide ourselves are absolutely silly mm-hmm. because when it comes to moments of life or death, you know you want you want any human being on your side, no matter who they are. Because you got to remember, regardless of what race you are, when you die in the military, 
you're getting the same white headstone. Thank you, Zeppelin. Well, that was you, deep. He had that pose at the end that made everybody think. And actually, now that pisses me off, because why can't it be brown? Why can't it be a black headstone? Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, I'm mad it's a white why headstone. Why can't it be ebony? Right. All of a sudden, I like a nice marble, please. Thank you. <laughs> kind of hurts. 407-916-1041, Look at that. Maverick's just destroying the heat. Pay attention. There's a show. There's a very honest discussion going on right now. And that's about how great Dirk Nowitzki is. And that's what we're discussing right now. No, we aren't. Oh, sorry. Well, then I don't want in. Dirk from Germany, some of the most horrible racial crimes. All right. And, you know, we keep coming back back to the military as being the example. You know what, man? You don't have to go spend 16 weeks at boot camp and doing two tours. We're living a war at home. All right? It's happening right here. You know, the military is something that, man, I am not. I cannot be more proud to be an American in spite of the way I feel about the war that's being fought right now. Uh, you know, but it all comes down it's not so much race, it's change. It's willing to attempt to make a change. You, know, you talk about the young people, you guys are talking about war that are over there right now. I'm shocked and almost disappointed at the 20 to 35 year old age group in this, in, in my city, not protesting, not doing anything. All that they're doing is sitting on their fat potato chip asses on their couch playing their video games. I'm hungry. And if that, and if that, yeah, now I'm hungry. All right, now you're calling out most of the hideout. Yeah. 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 Now all of a sudden, I'm right here. You know, Don't talk about me. Nothing's me. wrong with video games. I'll tell you what. If Bill Gates fought in Vietnam and he got shot and killed, we'd be looking for pencils right now, not IBM computers. Okay, so who's dying in the 2,600 people that are dead for? But I believe a war that was sold to us like a like a car without an engine. And that's uh, Jeff from the Blue Room here in the High Down River Radio 104.1. And that goes back to a greater issue that we talked about earlier, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. in the fact that as Americans we've been asked to sacrifice nothing in a time of war. And that is why people don't even feel like there's a war going on because they're not act you know they're not asked to Directly. think about it every day. You know, if they want to, they don't have to read the news. They don't have to turn on the television and see what's going on. They don't even, you know, segments of the hideout when we talk about the war. You know, they feel like they can maybe go tune in to uh, listen to rock music or something instead. And watch the attitude change if we go into a draft. I mean, uh, you know, just uh, all bets are off at that point. Believe me, the video games will be turned off. Adam in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Orlando, is that me? Adam, yes, that's you. Yeah, thank you. Is your name Orlando? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm from I'm from Buffalo originally, and I okay. don't got too is long. Is your name Adam though? Um, but we took a hippie bar, turned it into a hip hop club, and the one thing that uh, you know, we brought in talent from New York and all over the place, and um, we we pretty much blew it up. And I was wondering, are there any break, you know, b boys, break dancers in Orlando coming out there on hip hop night? I could pop and laugh like a champion. There's a question for the Blue Room. Is there any break dancers? Somewhere there is. So, break dancers. <laughs> In 87, yeah. Yeah, right. We're really not at the point where break dance is coming back, are we? Nah. Is it, we is can it, only it, hope not. In commercials, uh, though. You yeah. see it in commercials every once in a while. I mean, I know Hammer's got a new song out. It's rocking. And I know we're doing remixes, uh, Bible remixes of uh, Sir Mix a lot. Baby got book. Which, by the way, is a hit. Yes, and true. will be constant bed music or at least bumper <laughs> music when we come back at night. Uh, Jake the mechanic. This is Jake the mechanic. <laughs> He's actually here in studio. Forget you, Tommy. Uh, I just want to make the free. point that uh, the Phillips file is really the only media publication anymore that still keeps track of the death toll that's going on in Iraq. I mean, you can't even find that on the first eight pages of the Orlando Sentinel, or in the first thirty minutes of any news segment. 
that that happens in Orlando anymore. And the reason we don't do it in here in the hideout is we can't count that high, uh, just collectively as a group. But as far as the radio goes, yeah, I mean, you see it sometimes, like uh, on the Sunday morning talk shows on ABC this week, you'll see George Stephanopoulos will do a weekly rundown of the uh, the soldiers that were lost and this, that, and the other. But um, for the most part, and here's the thing, too, for some reason, Americans, we don't like bad news. If it's bad news, we'd rather not hear it. We'd rather hear about the good stuff going on. Things like cheesecake. Hey, hey, hey. Why'd you look at me? (laughs) Because you ate four slices at uh, Lester's during the Super Bowl. It was good. Total dead right now is 2260 as of last night. 16,549 have been wounded. What's happening right now since this war began? We're losing 64 people a month. Uh, In Vietnam, we lost 303 people a month. We are running roughly one-third less people now than we ran over in Vietnam. Everybody's got to wake up. People are dying for no damn reason at all. Look at look at all the information. We need him as a producer. Do you want a job? Here's the thing. How about this, Jeff? You just go ahead and uh, forget the silly business going on over the blue room. And you come over here and you make seven bucks an hour. Yeah. And you pass us along facts. Oh, that would be a raise right now for me. Trust me, seven. I don't take it. Can I get that? <laughs> yeah, Can I get that deal? Are you shut up? You get 407-916-1041, 1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, let's break a little bit early because Phil Frazier is calling in right now from Hawaii. He's at the Pro Bowl, and we need to talk to him real quick. In that case, let's uh, say thank you to Jeff from the Blue from Thank Crew. you, guys. For coming in. Thank you very much. And also thank you to the Heretics, and we'll chat with uh, Phil Frazier next out in Hawaii in the hideout. Thanks, guys. Coming up next on the hideout. Phil Frazier, EA Sports, producer of Madden's calling in from the Pro Bowl. Uh, stick around in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. El Jefe and J-Dubs hanging out with you. Kind of drunk, Jefe, still pounding on his chest. Alex Kong style. You son of a bitch. Phil Frazier. <laughs> Phil Frazier's on the phone. EA Sports, uh, producer of Madden. How's it going, Phil? How you guys doing? Not bad. I'm drunk, Phil. <laughs> I wish I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be getting myself there pretty soon. How's Hawaii? Hawaii's beautiful, man. I mean, we're chilling on uh, Waikiki Beach right now. We oh. just got done scanning the last round of... Uh, NFL player heads, but it's it's beautiful here. It, now you guys are uh, scanning those heads for the next gen. That's right, yeah, for uh, you know the Xbox 360 version of the game and uh, the PlayStation 3 down the road. So we're trying to get a lot of new players this year. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I cannot wait. And the sweet thing, I guess, about being out there during the Pro Bowls, you're getting all the stars. Yeah, the studs. And hanging out with us. How? What's the attitude like right now, uh, Phil? I mean, I'm sure you've dealt with some of the uh, Seahawks. Is everybody kind of chill, or are people still kind of a little upset, or what's going on out there in uh, Hawaii? I think every, I think everybody's kind of chill right now. You know, it's it's a good vacation time for everybody. You know, the Steelers guys actually just flew in today after doing all their uh, parade mm-hmm. stuff up in Pittsburgh. But uh, you know, so they're still kind of riding their high. But the, you know, the Seahawks guys, I think they're chill. They just want to enjoy their time off. Yeah, it's and it... uh, we're, we're we're definitely in a nice facility here. We're actually staying at the Ihilani, which is where all the players are at as nice. well. And it, you know, it's it, it's a very relaxing atmosphere. It seems like uh, over at the Pro Bowl, no matter if you won or lost in the Super Bowl, when you're there, you kind of forget all of it, and you're there to kind of enjoy the experience of the Pro Bowl and uh, save your aggression for uh, preseason and the next season. Yeah, that, that's definitely true. And, you know, everybody's just taking it easy. And when we wrap up about, uh, you know, 1 o'clock Hawaii time with all the guys and then, uh, 
you know, you can definitely see them all. They're all out by the pool. They're all having their drinks and, and you know, playing mad. And we have it set up by the bar here. And, uh, you know, it's definitely cool just getting to hang out with them and, you know, just basically uh, shooting the crap. Uh, Phil Frazier, uh, producer of uh, Matten for EA Sports in the hideout on World Radio 104.1. Um, as far as, I don't know, we had, a, we had a lunch with you the other day. And you... Are you, are you willing to maybe tell us about some of the new stuff that's come up for uh, the next generation of Madden? Some of the things that maybe weren't in this last uh, go round, or do you, you not? Know, want to, or is that top if, secret? If I did, I'd get myself in trouble. How about <laughs> All that? All right, so. fair enough. No then, problem. Then we won't mention it. I was hoping to get some sort of an exclusive here, uh, here in the. Well, high you know, and honestly, over the next, uh, I would say two to three months, you'll start to you'll start to see info getting released by EA. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, typically we like to wait till there's a, there's a big industry event called E3 that, that happens out in LA that happens in uh, in the May time frame. And once that happens, you'll start seeing information getting released about our product, about a lot of the industry's products. So I know. Uh, until then, I gotta I gotta stay I gotta stay kind of hush hush on what's going on. Yeah, I know. I watched a, uh, a special right before the last man came out on uh, on NFL Network. About about Madden, and they're just showing some of the things like you know the the headshots you guys were taking, and you I guess you're taking right now out in uh, Hawaii, and it, it just looks like it's going to be absolutely great. It, it definitely should be, and you know we're getting a lot of the marquee guys again this year. You know we actually were scanned about 50 guys we haven't scanned before, and uh, you know we're working hard on making the game great. We've we've taken a lot of uh, the feedback we got from from both the 360 and the current gen systems. You know we're trying to fix it all, so. Uh, you know, next year's products are going to be great, and, you know, with the head scans we're getting this year, the game's going to look better than ever. Speaking of that, Dubs, I remember, too, um, as far as guys, and I know we've talked to Phil about this before, guys coming up talking about their ratings. Since you're out at the Pro Bowl, maybe there's some new guys. You are the producer of uh, Madden for EA Sports, Phil Frazier. Have you had any guys come up to you and be like, did you see the season I had? Does that mean <laughs> that I'm going to get bumped up two or three points as opposed to what I was in 06? We, we get a lot of that. I know uh, most of the guys complain about their speed, but I had Chad Johnson come up to me after his year. He actually came up and said he wanted to be on the cover this year. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we're, we're not looking for the receiver out there this year. We're looking at another position, so I had mm-hmm. to kind of tell him, you know, maybe next year keep performing and we'll, we'll look at you down the road. Uh, we get a lot of that, that feedback, though. You know, guys like to, Did he to cry? complain about their speed. Guys <laughs> like to complain when their name's not in the game. So, you know, it's a great time to get all that feedback. I would just tell him, as long as you wear the teeth. As long as you wear the teeth... Uh, you're in. And he had the teeth in all week. It was funny. He was actually at practice this morning trying out some new celebrations. He caught a pass along the sideline and stepped behind the camera uh, as one of the camera guys was there. And, uh, it, you know, it's funny to watch the guy. He's always performing. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely a character. As far I know Madden will mix in a lot of the, some of the variations of the TD celebrations. They were really kind of taken to another level this year, especially because of Chad Johnson. Is that something that maybe we'll see in future uh, Madden? Is that something you guys actually look into while you're making the game? Definitely. Uh, now you know we're watching game tapes and we're also talking to the guys. You know, trying to get an idea. I know last year, uh, you know, Freddie Mitchell, you know, used to be kind of a big celebration guy on the, the field. The people's up in Philly. Uh, we actually brought him in to do a lot of motion capture for us, and his specialty was celebration. So he did, he mimicked a lot of what Chad Johnson did, and he also kind of came up with some new crazy ones just for the game. So uh, that's that's kind of a big focus for our guys this year is making sure we get the celebrations right. Yeah, because that was a big part of this year's season. So I mean, uh, every week you're seeing either uh, either uh, someone changing a baby or you know something like that. It was it was a weird uh, year for the celebrations. Phil Frazier, producer of uh, Madden uh, for EA Sports out in uh, Hawaii. It's a hideout. We're Radio 104.1.
Um, are you uh, running into any of the cast members of Lost? Are you seeing any sort of uh, crossover? Because I know Hawaii is really mm-hmm. known right now for Lost. Anything? Have you seen any uh, crossover for the Pro Bowl as far as uh, other big celebrities other than uh, pro football players? Not yet. Honestly, the uh, the resort we're at right now, it's in Colina. It's actually a spot on the very western, southern tip of the island. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much isolated from everything else. I'm actually in Waikiki now, which is near Honolulu. And I think the lost set, uh, from what I heard, is up north on the north shore, uh, or on the northeastern shore. So, uh, you know, my wife and I have actually been thinking about trying to head up there so we can check it out, because we're huge lost fans did, as well. Did you watch last night's episode? I did not. Uh, my my TiVo is working hard for me right now while I'm out of town. So you're going you're to enjoy it. I won't give you any spoilers, but you're going to enjoy it. I will. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so uh, I this is just something for me, completely selfish, off the uh, course, because I feel like uh, Phil Fraser is kind of a buddy. What was that flight like from Orlando to Hawaii? I mean, was it was it nonstop? I I just got to imagine your legs hurt from just sitting there on your ass the whole time. Well, luckily we had a stop in L.A., so we had five hours to L.A., five and a half hours to L.A., and then we had another five and a half hours to uh, Oahu. And uh, I've built up uh, plenty of frequent flyer miles over the years, so uh, thankfully my wife and I both got upgraded to first class on both legs. Oh, so we nice. were living in style. Look at you living a little high on the hog. <laughs> nice. Now, I, I, is it, this isn't your first year at the game, right? You, uh, you've gone many years, right? Uh, I personally haven't gone to the Pro Bowl before. You oh. know, we, we, we tend to try to send you know various people in our organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, EA has gone over over the last couple of years to get to you know do all the head scans, but this is personally my first year and it's been fantastic. Uh, are you looking forward to the game? Do you guys, do you uh, go to the uh, practices too? Is all that included? Oh yeah, uh, we we basically get full NFL credentials, so we're allowed to hang out pretty much anywhere the, the players are allowed to hang out. I can actually go in the locker room with the guys if I want, although I try to leave them alone. Uh, you know, so they can bug them after practice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, today I was hanging out right on the sideline of practice, just watching them go through their drills, and you know, it's been fun. We, we have uh, really some great access to the players while we're here, and, and you know, for the most part, uh, the players love us. You know, love having us around and love participating. Um, it's Phil Frazier here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Who's been the most entertaining, or at least uh, the most friendly uh, football player since you guys have been out there? At least coming up to you, hanging out. Uh, just willing to uh, really shoot the breeze over at the Pro Bowl. Well, you know, it's funny because you know Chad Johnson is, is now kind of in that superstar elite status, and and he's the first one that stopped by when he saw us unpacking our stuff. He actually came by today asking if we knew where kind of a local video game shop was. So you know, he's been around. I think he likes what we do. He likes our product, and you know, he's definitely not not afraid to let us know that. Um, you know, but most of the guys have been very you know kind of warm to us, and they understand what we're here to do, and they want to make sure they're right in the game and. You know, that way their kids and, and even their family can kind of appreciate, you know, what it is they do in our video games. So, uh, but Chad Johnson's been our favorite so far. Yeah, he seems to be everybody's favorite. He's very uh, media friendly, very uh, just friendly in any way you get. If you can get to talk to him, he everybody says he's a great guy. Definitely. He, he totally is. And, uh, you know, we love chatting with him because you know, even when the cameras aren't around, he's always hamming it up and, you know, making us laugh. So, you know, we definitely appreciate that. It sounds like you're getting a lot of uh, uh, access. Is there any tension at all, maybe between guys from the Steelers and the Colts or the Broncos or uh, any, like the Seahawks and the Redskins or anything like that, any of the teams that knocked each other out in the playoffs? Or is it genuinely one of those things of season's over, we're all just here hanging out vacation time. 
Well, you know, early in the week on on Monday uh, was kind of the first day players were were arriving Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. and you know we were around getting all set uh, on those days, and we were we got to kind of see players as they were arriving together, and as they were you know lining up for their first team meeting on Tuesday morning at eight thirty, and you know they were they were talking and and you know kind of going over some of the plays that happened late in the season, but for the most part there's no animosity there. They're like, hey, you know, great game or. Hey, you know, it, it was fun seeing you in this game. You had a great game. It was, it was just, you know, very nice, friendly conversation. So, you know, I don't, I definitely don't see any animosity there. I know one of the big things out of the Pro Bowl is like a trading team uh, merchandise and everything back and forth. So, you know, someone will go out there with a bunch of their, say, your Jerome Bettis. You have a bunch of Steelers merchandise. You're uh, sitting there trading it for different league merchandise. Have you uh, seen that go on yet, or is that a little bit too early before that starts happening? There's a lot of that stuff happening. I mean, there's there's a lot of autograph seekers here. There's a lot of players that get just a boatload of free stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable how much money these guys make. And on top of that, they also get boatloads of free stuff. So, uh, you know, there's lots of trading, uh, lots of autographs, and, you know, there's just a lot of people around. So, you know, it's, even the people at the hotel kind of have some pretty cool access to the players. They're walking around all day. You know, they're at the pool with their family, with their kids, you know, drinking at the same bar everybody else is. So it's 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 a pretty fun atmosphere. Yeah, it seems like a huge thing for networking if you can make it out to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, and network, networking's huge. I, I'm sure that it's uh, it's just more more fun to be out there as uh, EA Sports or whoever and getting that kind of access. It, it, it's something you can't buy. You know, it, it just has to be something amazing to experience. It, it definitely is, and you know, as soon as they learn kind of who I am and the fact I'm with EA Sports. You usually get a lot of guys that are coming up to you and they want to talk about the game. They want to talk about ratings or John. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, a, it's a great experience. Definitely glad they decided to send me this year. That's outstanding. Phil Frazier, our buddy over at EA Sports, producer of Madden, and uh, out at the Pro Bowl right now in Hawaii. Thanks for taking the time to check in with us, man. We appreciate it. No problem, it. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have fun out there, man. All right. All right. Talk to you later. All right. That's a good dude right there, Phil Frazier. That's a good game. Mm-hmm. We all play it. Yeah. It has to be one of the most popular of all time. I got a one to two. Like, if you're Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. are you really there when you're going over plays for the AFC and the Pro Bowl? Are you really interested in how Joey Porter's doing? You know what I mean? Especially after the sacks and kind of the trash talking. Or, you know, anything else, too. Or even if you're, you know... I'm sure there's a lot of lip service out there. You don't want to get in a fight at the Pro Bowl or anything. But, you know, you, you probably... If you, there's a few people there you don't like, you probably stay away from them. I can imagine. It just it just seems hard to me to kind of turn it off and on. Mm-hmm. Especially so close after the season. Like yeah, having one week removed. Like having Seahawks and Steelers kind of playing in the same game, you know, because I'm sure uh, Sean Alexander is there. Sean Alexander's there, yes. And Palomato's there. And I'm just wondering if maybe, uh, I think he's there, Palomato. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if, you know, somehow Alexander is hoping to kind of break one into the secondary to lay him out. Just kind of a, hey, uh, if they had handed me the ball more, I'd have been doing this on Super Bowl Sunday. You son of a bitch. By the way, you stole the game. <laughs> And you don't. I would love it. to see a, a, a big. Something needs to spice up that Pro Bowl. Because that Pro Bowl is god awful. Here's what they do stop actually taking Pro Bowl guys. You name the Pro Bowl stars, and they are the ones who don't get to play in the game. Then you take the next best players at each position. And then maybe those guys will actually play a real game. Because then you can think about it. All right, you're not getting Peyton Manning, you're not getting Carson Palmer. But out of the AFC, you're probably still getting a pretty good quarterback, and maybe like a Byron Leftwich. 
you know, I, I would like to see like a scrub bowl where it's like just the the uh, the All last Lions. ring. Tyrone Pool. It's the Detroit Lions versus I don't know, San Miami Francisco. Dolphins. Oh hey. And there's the uh, there's the scrub bowl for 2006. 407 It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hand off. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bateman. Bateman. Who? Who? Bateman's crazy. Huh? I'm the real Will. What? Dude, I'm the real Will. <laughs> Ladies love the Will Real. <laughs> All right. Thank, oh. thank you, Will. Yeah. The real Will's yeah. gay. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm the real Will. You're welcome. Hey, like You're my welcome. spiky hair. By the way, I, <laughs> thank would, you, I would like to say thank you to the gay ADH Will and uh, Zeppelin. Got me a great t-shirt. Yeah? It's uh, for my birthday from Spencer's because it was in the bag. And it's uh, Cheney and Bush with their arms around each other, each with a T-shirt that says, I'm with stupid. <laughs> and so I will be wearing that. You guys will be seeing me wear that uh, all the time uh, we're out and about. All right, let's do Herder First in the Hideout for the last night in the studio. All right, J-Dubs, Herder First in the Hideout. Three confirmed cases of Legionnaire's disease in uh, Volusia County. What's Legionnaire's disease? I don't know. I've heard of it before. Something about water. Uh, mm. Kidnap U.S. reporter appeals for help. I saw that, and so she is not dead yet. Nice. And this, and the good news, at least I didn't hear the audio as far as her uh, pleading, but they didn't have those terrorists behind her, like in the masks and with the guns. So you know, at the very least, I think the even they, the terrorists there in Iraq, the kidnappers, got the message of this isn't the chick you want to kill. Yeah. She's this kind isn't of help your cause. Yeah, she's kind of reporting the plight of the Iraqis. That's not gonna help you out at all. Uh Libby, White House superiors okayed the leaks, including uh Vice President Dick Cheney. Ouch. According to um testimony. And then on the other hand, so you have that bad news for the uh, Bush administration. So the Bush administration is coming out and saying, hey, good news. We stopped up to 10 attacks since 2001. Due to U- the surveillance. Due to the surveillance here on U.S. soil. I wouldn't doubt that they've stopped attacks. Yeah. I wouldn't bank that it was on the surveillance. And I would I would say they're you kind of taking the shortcut by doing the surveillance, shortcutting us, and uh, really, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it helps in a lot of ways, but there's better ways and more free ways to do it. And that doesn't make up for the one that happened on your watch. Yeah, we've had uh, one attack since I was born in 84, and now all of a sudden, since 2001, they've stopped 10 in the last five years? I mean, how does that work? I know. Uh, sorry. You're like umpires. You're like the uh, referees in the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, you're going to go, we're not going to mention you if you don't do wrong, but if somehow you let a bad call through or an attack through, you're going to hear about it. Gifts. All right, let's wrap it up. Dubs, you're fantastic. Here's what I've learned. Hmm. I'm going to take tomorrow, tomorrow night off, too. Really? We're at the, we're at the Premier Doll Factory outlet. It's all you. I can see you can handle it. Tomorrow's actually Chunks my is shaking his head yes. Have, uh, he says do it. Tomorrow's actually my birthday. You guys, 5009, South Orange Blossom Trail, just south of Holden. We get to be somebody? You guys are our... Oh, I don't know if you get to hear this. There's a country song out called Be Somebody. More people cashing in on our catchphrase. Get the lawsuit right. I am. Get Got old... the agent on the line. We have an agent? No, an Asian. Oh, oh Asian. Mm. Yeah, they're better. They're better. They take it seriously. <laughs> Down there with a the Texas instrument.
hell? TI-82. <laughs> All, right. All right. No. <laughs> Matt, you're so fat. Uh, <laughs> wake up with the monsters of the morning. Thank you to the monsters, by the way. For everything, it was so fun sitting in with him uh, this morning. Uh, also, uh, Shannonburg Middays, Cabin Boy, SBK came out to uh, Patty McGee's tonight. And the Phillips File uh, will be back tomorrow, 7, at Premier Adult Factory Outlet, 5009 South Orange Blossom, Georgia, south of Holden. Funniest night show in America. Best night tim- uh, nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Go Mavericks! Be somebody and always take good. Uh, talk good. Oh. Are you drunk? <laughs> no, but Captain Spalding is right. You know a foolish thing to do in jail? Question authority and stay classy. Give away your sausage. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're out. 5,000. 5,000.